What up, what up, what up? Wake up, wake up, wake up. The one and only is here. Have no fear. Coach JB Show right here now. Make sure you hit it up. Like it. Subscribe. Become a member. Matt McChesney joining me in the second hour. I'm pretty much solo today. Liv Moods uh, can't make it in the third hour. She's got a busy schedule. She's moving around. Uh, she was at her homecoming game last week. TCU got the dub. Uh, she wanted me to tell you about it. She is a proud horn frog. Uh, hopefully she'll be back next week. Um, lots to discuss. Monday Night Football. Is Zappy the new guy in the band? Or is Mac Jones still got a shot at making this thing work? We don't know. He was benched. We'll see. Matt Ryan was benched as well. We got a lot to discuss here today on the Coach JB Show. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch. And... My slapdick cigars are now out, and uh, you can get them at High Times Wines and Spirits in Costa Mesa. We'll have the link in the chat. Uh, we'll link will be in the bio as well, and we'll have a link to the website this this week. So stay tuned for that. Uh, appreciate everybody joining me today. Lot to get into, man. A lot to get into, and uh, I'll see you in a second. Peace. All right, all right, all right. I appreciate everybody coming in. I appreciate everybody coming in, man. Uh, man, we got a lot to discuss, man. Uh, uh, man, we got some video to show. Uh, I'm going to get into all that short, fat, skinny, and tall. Appreciate everybody joining me this fine morning here on the Coach JB Show. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com, get you some merch. This show is brought to you by Candidips CBD. Com. Head on over to CandidateCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB and get you 20% off. Uh, we'll be we'll be showing that commercial every every show mid-stroll, mid so you'll see it later on. Uh, this show is does have the proud sponsor of BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. That is a new promo code for this week. B-L-E-A-V. Believe and get you 50% off um, welcome bonus. So you could have bet last night's Monday night game. You got baseball in full swing, World Series coming up, Astros, um, Phillies. And uh, did the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl and make Philly a proud city once again? Or has New York got that possibility? I don't know. We're going to see. Are they going to be the new L.A.? Baseball, basketball, football, can they all win in one year? The Knicks sure can't. And the Nets look absolutely horrible last night. John Morant lights their ass up. And uh, so much to get into. Um, we know Monday Night Football was big, but, you know, let's get into the quote of the day before we get the day started. Quote of the day. The truth springs from arguments amongst friends. Man, I don't know if that... Let that sink into you. Let that sink in. The truth springs from arguments amongst friends. Have you guys ever figured that out? Have you ever had an argument with your boy, your girl, 
And you're like, really? This is the truth now. You, the truth comes out, don't it? That is such a resonating quote right there. It shit resonates. Let that sink in because you all are like, damn, that shit's real. Yeah, it is. The arguments amongst friends spills the fucking beans, dog. You know it. I know it. You just don't want to say it. I'll say that shit. Um, Moscow holds up Brittany Griner's drug conviction. Uh, I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, we're going to get into it. Poll question. Is it Mac Jones' team or Zappy moving forward? Uh, I don't know. We're going to dive into that as well. That's the poll question. Drop your thoughts in the bottom down there. Uh, contrary to belief segment brought to you by betonline.ag as well. The greatest addition is by subtraction. Contrary to your belief. I said that yesterday in one of the quotes. Uh, but addition by subtraction is a real fucking thing. It is a real, real thing. The greatest addition is by subtraction, in my opinion. <laughs> I just got to be honest. The greatest single addition in life is by subtraction. I don't give a fuck if it's a family, a friend, a homie, whatever you think. The greatest single addition is by subtraction. Uh, to hate, to love, to think, to feel, to see, it's all perception, dog. It is all perception because you don't really do it. You ain't really doing it. You ain't really tangible. It ain't really hands-on. You ain't doing that shit. You don't need, you just say it, dog. You say it. Oh man, I need I need to I think this way about this motherfucker. I hate him. No, you don't. You don't even fucking know him. You love him. No, you don't. You know what I how I define love? I'm giving you some real dropping the knowledge heat today. I define love by you going and pushing a motherfucker out of the way of the bus coming. Can any of you look at each other and say, I'll save your life. I'll push you out of the way of the bus. Fuck no. You ain't pushing me out the way of the bus, motherfucker. Shut up. You, I'll push my daughter, maybe. My, my son. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a real deal, deep-ass question. Would you push your wife or your husband out the way? Because I don't know if a motherfucker can trust each other. Do you even trust your wife or husband to push them out the way? <laughs> I don't know, dog. Would you push your wife or husband out the fucking way? Or are you in the back of your head like, bitch, I think she cheated on my motherfucking ass this week. I think her ass cheats on me. I think he cheats on me. I don't know if you noticed, I got the new rocking Adidas Coach JB Polo. This shit right here is fresh. It's, uh, you know, that shit is real embroidered. You can get it on my store, Coach AB store. I got gray, white, blue, and black. So, shit is fire. Let's show my nipples a little bit. I don't even have, I got little nipples too. This is a little weird, but it feels good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Thanks, Lucy. Uh, you guys should go rock polo. It's bomb. Adidas too. Um. I don't know, Lucy. Would you push your husband out the way? Don't answer that question. Don't answer that question. Um, Bruce Helms, I'm definitely not pushing your motherfucking ass out the way. I'll pick you up, though. I'll pick up the remains. <laughs> I'll pick up the fucking remains. Um, but I ain't pushing you out the way, homie. Dog, see, William says he'll definitely push you out the way. It depends, dog. It's that, it's that agape love. You know what I mean? You got that deep love for 25, 30 years or whatever. Then it's something a little different. It's a little different. Uh, but that's a real deep thought, dog. Let that shit sink in. I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, but it's all perception. It's all how you perceive it. I'm just being honest. Um, the corruption of the best things gives rise to the worst things. Is that that is contrary to your belief? Contrary to your belief. The corruption of the best shit in life give the rise to the worst shit in life. Let that shit resonate with you too. Because that's real too. The corruption of the best things gives the rise to the worst. I'm just being honest. You know it and I know it. But nobody wants to talk about it. But I'll talk about it. I thought about this shit all night last night. I'm like, let me get some contrary to the belief that's deep enough for these cats to really think about it at work today. While you're fucking eating donuts all day, mopping the floor, sitting on your mom's basement, 600-pound life fucks. While you're sitting around thinking about some shit, I'm grinding, figuring out. Let me give the people some fucking contrary to belief that they're not used to. But that's real shit right there. Uh, Poll question, is uh, Mac Jones the guy or is Zappy the guy moving forward? Uh, Kaiser, I appreciate you. Got the slap hoodie on this morning. Uh, CoachJBStore.com. Got all the merch, fire merch. Um, We're going to head on over to the pre-snap read segment of this show. Uh, Brought to you by Canadips, CBD.com. Let's get into some pre-snap reads, man. We're going to break down some film today, I think. We're going to break some film down. Uh, Every week I'll get new film. Uh, We haven't shown any old film yet. I mean, not old film, new film, but meaning last week's film. I already got the the main four quarterbacks that I like to talk about. I'll have some more this week. Hopefully I'll have Dak Prescott this week from last last game. Uh, We'll have some other things to break down. Um. Keyshawn Johnson said that Todd Bowles can't can't be criticized because he's black. I got I got something to say. All right. I got something to say. I was on Jason Whitlock show yesterday. Uh, we'll see if uh, we'll get that up. We'll get that up. My boy, Wido. Uh, we're going to get that up. Uh, you'll see the you'll see the full video. You can go on over to Jason Whitlock's fearless show and watch me every Monday. But we asked, I asked that I broke that down last night with them. And I said, you know, Todd Bowles, not the guy. He's a defensive coordinator who was thrown in this job. He's a he's a 23 and 45 uh, record as a head coach. Um, he he clearly cannot challenge Tom Brady. He clearly has not won that locker room over. He clearly is a defensive minded guy who can't even go over there and talk to Tom Brady. And that just isn't conducive in the NFL. I think I'm on this show, but what do I know? I think I've been on this show saying Dennis Allen wasn't the guy at the Saints. Defensive minded guy. You got you can't be that guy. And I hate to break this down, but this is the truth. Offensive coaches resonate much better as the head coach than defensive coaches, unless you are a guy that figured it out as a youngster and you G8 on offense, or you or you were a grad assistant on offense, but really was a defensive guy, i.e. Nick Saban, i.e. Bill Belichick, i.e. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll played quarterback in college, by the way. If you did not know that Pete Carroll was a fucking quarterback at the University of Pacific. OK, I just want to break down these guys that were all these defensive minded coaches. They played offensive positions. If you don't know that, go look up some history. So. They are the best, but there's only a few of them. Everyone else is offensive minded guys, because when you're offensive minded, you have that ability to go on over to the defensive side of the football. You can actually relate. 
you can actually talk, converse with corners, D linemen. Have you ever talked to a defensive coordinator who's just so stuck in his ways he won't even come over and talk to a wideout or a running back? Like, if you're not a coach, you don't know, but it's okay. I won't get too deep into it. But that is just the history of being coach. Have been has been a coach like me. I see it every day. I don't think Bowles is the guy to be that guy. I think you have to challenge the leader of your team, like Tom Brady. Bruce Arians challenged Tom Brady, cussed his ass out. We saw it. He cussed out A.B. He didn't give a fuck. Bowles has to be that leader. Can't give a fuck. The rest of the roster falls in line. They see it. Okay, this guy's a fair opportunity asshole. That is the difference. MDC in Detroit losing the roster day by day because he's kept Aaron Glenn, whose defense is absolutely atrocious. And then we want to anoint Dak Prescott for coming back. Dak Prescott. You fucking scored nine points. <laughs> you get you scored 24 points in total on the worst defense in the NFL. You did nothing different or more than what Cooper Rush did for the last five games. You've done nothing. You've done nothing. So, I don't know. Uh I got a word of the day real quick. I got to get into because this show is going to get deep. I got a word of the day. Toppy. T-A-W-P-I-E. You know what that means? The word actually means a foolish or thoughtless young person. We got a lot of fucking toppies out there. <laughs> toppy, toppy. I don't know how you pronounce it, but that is the actual national word of the day. I find that to be really, really interesting. A foolish or thoughtless young person is toppy. Interesting. We're going to get into that today. But Keyshawn says you can't you can't talk about Bowles because he's black. Why? Because there's only four black head coaches? It's not our problem. It's not my problem. It's not your problem. It's, not, it's a league problem. That is a ownership problem. That is a professional development problem. But see, you don't want to get too deep. I don't. You don't want me to get too deep into this thing because, see, I'll, I'll break down the real and you guys will all fucking be like, whoa. That's deep, but you can't fathom that. All you got to do is talk shit and hate. It's funny, everybody on Twitter, and if I, I broke it down yesterday on Jason Whitlock. I said, dog, factual evidence is defined by what? That truth to be proven, right? Proven truth is what factual evidence is, all right? That means I filmed you. Stealing from my store. I have you on camera. I caught you. I showed you the camera. You saw it. Okay? You saw it. Factual evidence. You got caught. Doug. So when I show film of Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Wentz, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, when I show the film, and I show you factual evidence on why they are shitty. Why the fuck is that not the truth? Why are you fighting me when I'm literally showing you the truth? How can you fight the eye in the sky that never, ever, ever lies? How the fuck are you challenging me when I'm showing you the film? 
I'm showing you the film. I'm showing you the actual film, and you're sitting there arguing with me. Like, dog, I'm showing you how shitty they are, and you're going to argue with me. Like, no, you're wrong, coach. <laughs> like, dog, I can't imagine Nick Saban having Twitter. I cannot imagine Nick Saban having Twitter. And Nick Saban has Twitter. He goes on there and says, you know what? The corner should have been squatted here. We're in a two rotation. We were middle middle open fucking high, high safety. And our corner fucked up. Our safety didn't get over the top in time. And we didn't rotate. And we did a shitty job. Motherfucker on Twitter be like, you're wrong as shit, Nick Saban. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I can see it now. Because y'all talk to me that way, so you fucking know way more. It blows my mind, dog. I, I swear to God, I've never seen more ignorant fucking talking banter. Like, I got secondhand embarrassment. I get secondhand embarrassment from seeing these motherfuckers on Twitter talk. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm real shit. I, like, I show you film of how shitty someone is, and you fight it. You fucking fight it. Like, I've never seen no, this is this is social media at its finest, dog. Like, it's corrupting you fucks. It is literally corrupting you. You are toppies. <laughs> Word of the day. A foolish or thoughtless young person. You're just thoughtless, dog. You don't even have a fuck. You don't give a fuck. You're robbing each other. You're stealing from each other. You're robbing stores. You're robbing in your community. You don't give a fuck. You're thoughtless. And then... Somebody shows you something that's proven to be factual evidence and you say, no, it's not right. (laughs) Because you're fucking thoughtless. You have no fucking idea how the world really operates and you're living in fucking social media la-la land. You're living in this virtual reality. You put those fucking virtual whatever glasses on, these fucking, what are they called? VRs or whatever? Holy fuck, dog. Why did we create those? You motherfuckers think it's real. You think you're in a real situation. <laughs> dog, I've never seen no shit like it. I don't know, dog. I'm, I'm being real, man. I'm not, I'm not cool. I'm I'm not ready for the, the virtual shit. I, I want real life. Like. Yeah, I watch, I watch uh I watch Greg Roman's past concepts. You really want me to tell you the truth? Do you really want me to show you factual evidence? Do you want me to show you today factual evidence on his past concepts? What do you want me to show you? Do you want me to show you that the concepts are dumbed down because you have a quarterback who can't throw the fucking football any further than 15 yards? Do you want me to show you that? I don't know if you're really asking me or, or what are you trying to tell me? Because if you really want to know... The concepts are dumbed the fuck way down. But you see, a lot of you don't want to hear that shit. Anyway, we're still in the pre-snap read. We'll get to all that later on. But Keyshawn Johnson says some ignorant shit. I'm actually around him quite a bit, too. Um, he says some ignorant shit, man, and uh, it blows my mind. You know, I don't give a fuck what color you are. White, red, blue, pink. You know, let's start. Let's stop blaming everyone else for everyone else. <laughs> Does that make sense? Let's stop blaming everyone else for everyone else. Because that's the fucking problem we have. No, let's start owning up to our own shit. Like, dog, 
Bowles is not a head coach. I don't give a fuck what color he is or what color I am. Anyone will tell you who the fuck I am. I'm not worried about telling you about a fucking black coach or a white coach or whoever the fuck coach. Because I know who I am and everyone knows who the fuck I am. I'm not worried about that shit. All I know is Keyshawn Johnson says some dumbass shit sometimes. Bowles ain't the fucking guy. I'm sorry. Tomlin is. Tomlin's the guy. Fucking big difference, dog. Big fucking difference. Just throwing that out there. So Bowles ain't the guy. And I love Bowles, but he's not the guy. I think he's a great defensive coach. I think he's a great dude. But have you seen his press conferences? Have you seen what he's about? He's a monotone, laid-back, laissez-faire defensive coach who gets after his defense now. But when you're the head coach, you got to be this different type of cat. And I don't stone. I don't see it. Um, we broke down the whole thing that that the other guy on the show said about black players got to play harder for black coaches. So black coaches can keep their job in essence. That's what they were saying. I also think that's dumb. Um, <laughs> dogs, we're hearing a lot of dumb shit nowadays, man. We hear a lot of dumb shit. I just, I came out last week actually on the Whitlock show and a bunch of other people's shows. And I came out and said, why do you see black players so quick to talk back to black coaches much higher rate than black coaches, black players talking to white coaches? Then Kyler Murray came out snapping at Cliff Kingsbury. Then you got Aaron Rodgers snapping back at the sideline yesterday or Sunday. I said on the show, I said, uh, and I've, I've talked about this, I think on even on Netflix. Black players that I've had 200 a year, one white kid maybe. I, you know, I've had these discussions with my players. And then I coach, you know, in, in, in the house, like, assistant coaches when we when they recruit us they they kiss our ass they are they're our homies so when we get to the when we get to the school whether it's alabama ucla wherever or when we get to the nfl even we look at our fellow brother coach as the homie whereas we look to a Belichick or a fucking arians or one of these older white dudes that's been in the business a long time as kind of like the guy that is like not going to coddle us. He's going to give it to us real. He's going to make it a business decision, unlike a friendly reminder that, come on, guys, we need to do it this way so we can win. They don't respect that shit. I've been telling you guys, dog, I'm the equal opportunity asshole. I don't give a fuck what color you were or who you are. It is about giving them the real truth that's going to set them up to fucking succeed in life. Fuck just the field. We can't kiss their ass and suck their dicks. You cannot do it. It don't work. They disrespect you sooner or later. But if you give them the truth and tell them the real, you'll find out real quick who wants to be there and who don't. And whoever don't, get them the fuck out anyway. Because the real ones will stay. The fucking bitch-made cats will leave. I don't give a fuck what color you are. Uh, you guys have no idea. Kalani Sataki is one of my two or three best friends in the profession. Um, I don't believe he's in the hot seat, though. Moscow holds up Brittany Griner's drug conviction. I don't know if you know this, but you know she beat her wife's ass, right? I just want to start adding shit up for you guys. And I'm not here to nitpick on anyone or any given person. You know she beat her wife's ass, right? I just want to clarify. 
she, you know, she beat her wife's ass. And I, I love when everyone comes to defending her because she's in Russia and she's an American and all that. I get it. But, you know, the same fucking thing she did in Russia is a felony and jailable offense in Texas, in Cali, in Florida, in Georgia, <laughs> in Kansas, like in a bunch of different places, Arizona, like Nevada. So whatever. So she what she did in in, in Russia is also a fucking jailable offense here in the States. But why can't nobody talk about that? Why isn't nobody talking about that? I don't know. I don't get it. But she's not. She's been a shitbird. Like, she's been a shitbird for a long fucking time. And I, I'm over the broad or the guy, whatever it is. Russia's uh, retreating in Kyrgyzstan after a video surfaces about Russia soldiers talking about harsh realities and why they shouldn't be in Ukraine anyway. Very interesting. Very interesting. I think they're going to off Putin, man. I don't think Putin's going to make it. I don't think... Putin's going to make it very fucking long. Uh, yeah, I'm down plus 30 pounds, dog. I'm down. I'm down. I am down. I don't think Putin's going to make it very long. I don't know what you guys think. I don't think so. Uh, Leslie Jordan, I don't know if you know who that is. I think uh, like a little older white guy or whatever. I don't really know him. I've seen him on some TikTok shit. He died yesterday in a car crash. Apparently he had a medical issue and then he got in a car, whatever reason. I guess he passed out or, or I don't know if he had a stroke or what. He died. If you know who Leslie Jordan is, check him out. I, I just found out who he was. Uh, but I'm breaking news fucking station here. So Rishi Sunak becomes Britain's prime minister. I don't know if you guys saw DeSantis and Chris go toe-to-toe on abortion, hurricane response times to Ian in Florida, and whatever else crooked-ass fucking topics they came up with. Uh, I really don't give a fuck who wins any of these elections. I'm just throwing that shit out there. (laughs) I really don't give a fuck who becomes anything. They're all crooks. They're all fucking liars. They're all cheaters. I don't really give a fuck. So when I hear all you guys bring it up to me, you DeSantis. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't really care. I don't really give a fuck. I've heard him talk, and he says some dumb shit, too. Um, but I, I don't really care about any of them. They're all fucking criminals. I mean, the, the sooner you guys realize that, I think the better we'll be, because I think then you'll start to become independent fucking thinkers, and you'll stop chasing the left and stop chasing the right and stop being red and stop being blue and stop talking black and stop talking white. And realize, you know what? I need to be an independent thinker like JB. I need to be a real fucking independent thinker. Let me think for myself. How about I don't follow this motherfucker who's just robbing me blind and raising my taxes and fucking fattening his pockets. And then who comes out and says the things I want to hear because I'm on the left or I'm on the right. And then I vote for him. And then I pay him and fatten his pockets some more. And then I go to church and then I... Fat in Joel Osteen's pockets. And then guess what? He's probably a weirdo fucking pedophile fuck. He's been caught doing a bunch of different shit. But you know what? We'll still keep going and fattening his pockets. But guess what? Maybe one day he'll fuck with my kid one day and I'll have to fucking smoke him. But no, I don't know. Maybe I'll just keep fattening his motherfucking pocket. God damn, you motherfuckers are dumb. You are dumb, America. You motherfuckers are dumb. Like you can't think for yourself and turn over rocks and like, "Eh, let me open this door over here. I think this guy's a weirdo fuck. Let me open this door over here. I think this motherfucker is a criminal. I think he's stealing from the Americans. (laughs) You can't think for yourself, homie. You you can't. A bunch of sheep, dog. I just don't get it. Um, 
All right, enough politics, enough real shit. Let's get into La La Land. Uh, Mac Jones benched. But is Zappy the answer? Belichick refuses to answer that question last night. Uh, we're going to get into that question in the first and 10 segment. I'm just, we're still in the pre snap read segment of this show, man. Um, um, Matt Ryan benched. Colts plan to start former Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger for the rest of the season. Very interesting on that one, dog. Very, very interesting on that one. I'm curious on what really went down there. They owe this guy 25 mil. They really fucked me. If you didn't see my two-minute drill last night, my two-minute segment, fastest two minutes, halftime report, brought to you by Slapdick Cigars. Uh, by the way, people keep asking me, how many times you rehearse it? I swear to God, dog, I'm going to have another camera on me, and I'm going to show you when, right when it comes on live. I do it live first time. I don't fucking redo it. I mean, I just do it live. Lucky last night I got somebody who's like, Coach, two-minute drill coming? And I was smoking a cigar lighting, and I forgot about it. I fucking had to turn the channel back and get it. Uh, 25 mil. He fucked me, like I said, on my two-minute drill last night, my fastest two minutes. He fucked me because I also because I came on here and said, you know, he's going to have a resurgent year. I love when everyone takes my words and says I said he was going to have an MVP year. Did I say Matt Ryan was going to have an MVP year? What? Please let me. I said Russell Wilson was. See, motherfuckers take shit and they don't really listen. You just hear me. And then you fucking flip what I say. Like, it blows my mind. Then you flip what I say. And I'm like, come on, man. Are you kidding me? You flip what I say. And I'm just like, God damn. Get it figured out. Like, how about you go back and listen to what the fuck I really said first? Anyway, uh, Matt Ryan's benched. Sam Ellinger's going to start. Sam Ellinger, to me, is like a... He's, a, he's, an upgrade athletic, he's an upgrade athletically from a zappy. He's more of like a Carson Wentz, but can throw much better, in my opinion. He's like a... Uh, He's like a college day right now. Will Levis mixed with a uh, Heineke. That is who Sam Ellinger is, in my opinion. Um, so that's just who I try to equate Sam Ellinger to. Is Sam Ellinger the guy? No. So we're going to get into that debate. He's going to come off the bench. He's going to come in. They're going to win a game because of the new energy, and then he'll look shitty again. By the way, I said, um, I, I did a poll question and I did it just for shits and giggles because I know how fucking enabled and quickly anointing you guys are on Twitter. And I'm sitting there with my boy filming this and I go, look, I'm gonna put a poll out there. I'm gonna say, is Zappy the next Tom Brady? And I bet you, you're gonna get like a split response because everyone's so quick to anoint guys. Sure as shit, dog. Sure as shit. I'm, I was head on. I was fuck. I'll check the poll right now. Let me check the poll right now. Let me check the poll on my Twitter right now. I'm going to check the poll on my Twitter. Let's see here. Um, let's check it out. Let's check it out real quick. I want to check out the poll, how it ended up. The poll ended up no. Now it's there's there's six thousand votes. It ended up it's right now it's sixty seven to thirty three. 
at one point it was like half and half. And I'm so glad that you figured out to say no and not fucking yes, he is. Because in the beginning it was, yes, he's the next Brady. My point by posting that was, let's watch him play a fucking quarter at least. What did he do throughout the game? Zappy did not look very good at all. Coach, you don't know the offense yet. He don't know this. He don't know that. Okay. But I also can tell there's a lot of intangibles there that he lacks. He lacks a lot of things, okay? He's lacking a lot of things. Um, Aikman, like he said, he doesn't have a big-time arm, but you don't need a big-time arm in the NFL. You got to have an efficient arm. I don't even know if he has that. Uh, like Justin Fields has a big time NFL arm. Like he has an arm strength to get the ball to all portions of the field. He can throw, but he can't pass. See, there's a difference. You can throw, but you can't pass. Justin Fields can throw. He can't pass. Um, that is to be determined for Zappy. We don't know if Zappy can pass. We don't know if Zappy can pass. Zappy's not a thrower though. He doesn't have the big time cockback strength of arm like a Justin Fields, like a Kyler Murray, like a fucking. Uh, Josh Allen, like like Mahomes. Mac Jones and Zappi are very, very similar playing athletes. They're fucking similar. They're very similar. New England has two quarterbacks that are very, very alike. Zappi and Mac Jones. We're going to break down. I'll break down the second hour with Matt. What is Mac Jones bench for good or is Zappi the answer? I don't know that. That's the poll question, by the way. The more intriguing one to me is Matt Ryan being benched. Colts plan to start this kid. I want to see that thing and how it unfolds. And there's way, way, way more to this. And I think that Ursay told GM, hey, dog, Reich's on the hot seat. I'm not feeling Reich. You need to make a decision. And I think the GM told Reich, Hey, dog, you might want to make some moves on some things just to look like you're at least making some decisions that are tough. That is what happens at that level, just so everyone out there listening knows, okay? Just so you know. Um, I think Reich said, dog, I got to save my job. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot because this is – you miss every shot you don't take. This is the shot he had to take. Now, I don't think – this is the one answer, though. <laughs> Unless Matt Ryan is truly injured, I don't know if this is the true answer. Because now you owe 25 mil to this cat. You've gone through, what, eight fucking quarterbacks since 2018? Like, more than any other fucking franchise? You fucked off the Luck thing. You fucked off the Rivers thing. Rivers has been your best quarterback, by the way, since Luck. So, I mean, you, you are year to year with quarterbacks guessing if they can get it done. Just hoping and praying. Hoping and praying that we can get it done with whoever we get in there. Now you're going to be drafting a quarterback. <laughs> like, it is a bad situation. So, Ursay, you know when you're the owner and the leader? Let me give you some real shit right here. You know when you're the owner and the leader of a franchise and an organization and you're the CEO? You know where you can look at? Can't look up. You can't look down. You can only look in the mirror, motherfucker, and look at yourself. Because there ain't no answering to nobody. You are the guy. 
You're the motherfucker. So I love it when these leaders come out and say, oh, it's you, you, him, them. Nah, it ain't about them. It's about me, motherfucker, when you're the owner. When you're the owner, it's about me. When you're the head coach and you have a staff under you, it's not about me. It's about us. But when you're the owner, when you're the AD, when you're the president, you're the one hiring, okaying hires, firing, making these big fiscal decisions. You guys don't get that shit, though. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Alan, I kind of agree with you. Zappy is good, but he's not. You know, let's see these guys work. Mac knows the offense. Mac has control. They rushed him back. I don't think Mac Jones was ready. I think he looked ginger, gingerly uh, walking around on that on that ankle. Zappy's a good guy to come in and spark and shit, give you a spark. Um, but uh, you know, I don't know. What's Baker gonna do in Indy? <laughs> what is Baker gonna do? Um, the the I'm still in the pre-snap read here, dog. I'm 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 just chilling with you guys today. I'm solo for the most part of the day. I'll have Matt come in. We'll talk about last night. I, I gotta make some. The Nets are still shitty. I just want to throw that out there. The Nets are still shitty. Ja Morant goes off on him. Ben Simmons gets mad. Ja talks shit to him. And then Ja talks shit after the game and says, I take full credit for fouling Ben Simmons out because I think Ben Simmons is a mental midget like Coach JB said. I listened to the Coach JB show, and I think he's spot on about Ben Simmons. And I went and attacked him. I I went right at his ass. I know he's soft as runny baby shit, and I'm going to attack that motherfucker and be the gangster that I am. And I went right at Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons bitch, moaned, cried, and then fouled out and then got mad at me. <laughs> uh, I think John Morant's soft as runny baby shit, too. And I think he should have fucking played in the playoffs last year instead of sit around chilling with his fucking daddy on the sideline who looks like fucking Usher motherfucker how about you play in the last few games you weren't fucking injured you were hurt i lost all fucking respect for john morant last year when he fucking missed the playoffs and you could have had a you could have beat the golden state warriors for instance maybe you could have beat him dog i don't know fuck you were playing him tough but anyway basketball's so fucking soft and frail bunch of frail soft fucks oh dog he's robbing them motherfuckers alan ben simmons ain't no fucking he don't he don't want to play basketball no more he wants to go fucking chase the fucking Kardashians, dog. Uh, after running back Brees Hall tore his ACL, the Jets acquired James Robinson from the Jags for a fifth-round pick, assuming um, he can hit 600 yards rushing. If, if if Robinson falls short of 600 yards, the Jags will get a sixth-round pick. So I don't know if you saw that contract uh, finite detail or not, but... James Robinson, get they, they got him for a fifth rounder, but he has to rush for 600 yards or the Jags also get a sixth rounder. It's not very, do you realize what I just told you? James Robinson's pretty fucking good. And this is a running back in the NFL. That is what you give up for running backs. Fifth and sixth rounders. I would have done the same for Christian McCaffrey. First of all, you're white. I don't like white running backs. Second of all, <laughs> you're like, I don't know. Who's worse, a white running back or a white corner? 
Like, I don't know who I – I guess I'll go with the white running back first. I guess there's more of them. I'll take the white running back over the white corner. Uh, there's no way of fucking I can have a white corner playing. Um, but white running back, all right, I'll give you that. Maybe I'll give you a, one of those hard-working guys. Ah, just dip in his mouth, fuck fullback, you know what I mean? They got the cruise shit kid or whatever his name is. They got a couple – I got to ask Matt that question. I take him. I take. I'll, I'll take McCaffrey, but I ain't giving him a first, second, third, fourth round guy for him. He's an injury waiting to happen. He's a fucking running back. He's a running back. I know. I know. Isaac Lawrence did not say McCaffrey has another thirteen years, though. No running back has 13 years, Isaac Lord. Shut the fuck up. Um, shut up. Shit. No, the only white DB I go to war with, Jason Seahorn was a stiff dog. I got to watch. I've known him forever. He played at SC. Uh, he had a couple good year, early years. Um, and he was playing safety nickel for the most part. And when he played corner, he was a fucking liability. John Lynch was pretty damn good. Um, Pat Tillman was really good. Pat Tillman was really, really good, by the way. Pat Tillman was really, really good. So, um, you know, bro, <laughs> Pat Baker has nine years. This motherfucker just be talking. Dog goes woof, cat goes meow. We got to make a fucking meme for that shit. I got to make a meme for that. I got to make a meme for that. Um, Man, I'm going to talk about some 90s shit, dog, for your ass today. I'm going to talk about some 90s shit today for your ass. Don't get it twisted. I'm going to talk about some 90s shit. Um, I'll be honest. Just wait. Just wait. I'm going to talk about some 90s shit for your ass. Um, let me ask you guys something. Lucy, let me ask you something. What is something now that you hear on a daily basis? That you would never have heard in the 90s or early 2000s. Like a term or a word. Like give me some answers. I'm love, I would love to start this chat up. I would love to start this chat. Because we got all morning long here. I would love to start this chat. What are some terms or words you would never have heard in the 90s or the 2000s. That you hear now. I'll start. I'll start. Hey Lucy, I'm going to take a selfie. Just hearing that word selfie makes me fucking like I just want to fucking throw up in my mouth. I want to go hide somewhere and out of pure embarrassment from hearing the words come out of your mouth that are so pussy soft. Selfie. I want to hear selfie. I know another one. I got one. I identify as. Identify as, you identify as a fuck stick. That's what it is. You motherfuckers, man. There's some shit out there, dog. Oh, my fuck. I would love to hear what you guys have got to say on this shit, dog. I, shit. Um, wop. Wop. Nah. Just, damn. Pussy wet as fuck. That's what we were said. Pussy wet. I, uh, we're not going to make up a word for it. A term. Wop. She got some wet ass put. Shut the fuck up. Just shut up. 
Like, why is everything a fucking break uh, acronym now or a fucking abbreviation? Um, oh, man. I know another one. Are you vaccinated? <laughs> I'm just thinking, dog, right now. Like, dog, you ain't gonna, you wouldn't have heard that shit. You wouldn't have heard influencer, Lucy. That's a fucking good one. Influencer. Holy fuck, influencer. I can't, that's another fucking term, dog. People hit me up like, hey, coach, you want to influencer deal? Like, what the fuck is that? Influencer deal. I ain't no fucking influencer. Fucking influencer deal. Oh, sus, homie. That's that's one right there, dog. I fucking never, I'm never get over that shit. Holy fuck. How about Google it? Google it. How about Google it? Hey, Google it. Fuck Google. Google it. Motherfucker, how about you go look it up and research some real shit? That's your problem. You Google that shit and you think it's real. How about you go fucking look it up? <laughs> how about, how about, how about? Yeah, exactly, Bruce Helms. You're, you're, you're actually fucking right because there was no sub four, four threes. Shut the fuck up and there ain't none now. By the way, you don't really know how fast four three is. And you throwing this number four three around, Bruce Helms? Like, cause today's faster and stronger than everywhere. Shut the fuck up. No, it's not. I got one, dog. I got one. Venmo me. Fucking Venmo me. Fuck Venmo me. And cash at me. Cash app. Man, that's one of the biggest fuck. I hear that shit. You wouldn't have heard that shit from my motherfucking ass. You wouldn't have heard that shit from me. Venmo me. Fuck, dog. Retweet it. <laughs> Retweet it. Slide into their DMs, dog. Yeah, I feel you. I feel that one, too. Um, man, a lot of terms, dog. A lot of terms. I wanna, I wanna, I'm going to break down some... Ni- I'm going to do that. I'll make that segment, I think. I think I might make that a segment. Um... Let me get out of the pre. Let me get out of the pre-snap breed real quick. God damn. Uh, so Michigan, big loss in my opinion because what they do in the run game. If you haven't, if you haven't noticed, Michigan uh, lost their starting tight end for the season, and uh, so he's got back surgery. Uh, Chase Young's back at practice after te- tearing his ACL in Week 19 last year for the Washington Wussies. Washington Wussies Wussies get back Chase Young. We'll see if Chase Young can help them out at all. I don't know if he can or not. Uh, we'll see. But I got something to talk about in this, this, the ending of this pre-snap read here. Brought to you by Canadips, CBD.com. Um, Grant Williams. All right, Grant Williams. He is from the Boston Celtics. I don't know if you've seen this story or not. He was ejected last night for uh, what was called a charge. He jumps up. He runs by the official. And bumps into her. And then was thrown out of the game. Did you guys see it at all? Uh, Mac, I don't know if you can find that. But uh, he bumped into her. And was thrown out. This was after the interim head coach, Joe Mazzula, was already ejected, by the way, too. Have you looked into Joe Mazzula? You know that motherfucker has like a big criminal past? Um, you know, he has like a big criminal past. I don't know if you know this or not. Um, 
Yeah, Max sending me shit now that's got me all fucking cringy, dog. Like, I don't even, what is cringy? That's another fucking word that I would never say. I just saw the day. Cringe. I just said it. Cringy. Or is it cringe? Cringy? What the fuck does that mean? Shut the fuck up. Um, Cringe. You make me cringe. Somebody told me that. Somebody told me that uh, you make me cringe. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Because, I mean... Like a bitch cringe, fucking her in the ass. I, I, I mean, that's what cringe means to me, right? Or asshole puckers? I, I don't know. I don't know what cringe means. Uh, it's fucking weird. But anyway, I want to break this down real quick. Grant Williams gets ejected, bumps into a woman. How ironic you bumping into a woman, you bitch-made cat. And then you got fucking Joe Mazzula, who was kicked out of the game already, who's a shitbird, by the way, from everything I've heard. Maybe the Celtics are a fucking shit show. Maybe the Celtics are an absolute shit show. Maybe it's the owner, the GM, Brad Stevens. You fucks are starting to sound like the Dolphins of the NBA. Get your fucking shit together, Celtics. You guys sound like a bunch of fucks. Like, you fucks sound like a bunch of idiots to me. How about you fucking just start over there? Get rid of the whole fucking crew. And I'm I'm curious. You think they're really going to bring back the head coach after this season. Get the fuck out of here. They're not bringing that dude back, Adoka or whatever. They're not bringing him back. What are they bringing him back for? They're going to get rid of all these dudes. Why are they even holding on to him like they're going to bring him back? Oh, man. Um, oh, we got some trolls. We got some trolls jumping in here. Go fuck yourself is uh, a troll. We got a new troll in here. God damn, though. I love my trolls early in the morning. Drink my coffee. I need another coffee for some of you fucks. Um, well, I'm going to stop talking, all right? I'm going to stop talking. All right, go fuck yourself. I'm going to sit right here, dog. Look, we got about 400 people. I'm going to sit right here. Just don't talk because you said, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. You're the guy that sees me in, in public and, and gets on his knees and has cherry marks and scabs from sucking my dick motherfucker because you're a bitch made cat who sees me in public and is like coach ab man i wish i could be you i wish i was you i fucking have your book i bought your whiskey i got your cigar i got your fuck i love you and then on twitter you bitch ass cat shut up <laughs> ah, and then i'll just slap you with meat motherfucker because you're a bitch-made cat who sucks dicks of other men. Get the fuck out of my show, you bitch-made cat. I love all these troll fucks that come in the morning. I'm not even going to block them. I'm just going to just fucking sit here and listen to his bitch-ass suck dicks. That's what he does. That's what these trolls do. They come in and, and, and wish they were you. And then you block them and they go back and they make a new account in like 10 seconds. It blows my fucking mind. Do you ever think I would sit up here and make an account with a fake name to go into someone's show. Oh, dog. That now you're talking secondhand embarrassment? Holy fuck. I'm talking third-hand embarrassment around this motherfucker. Like, I wish I would take my the time out of my day to go on a show to watch a motherfucker talk shit to me. Because I'm so jealous one's envy and idolize that motherfucker so much that he blocks me and I still make a new account and come back every day. God damn. 
And you know he's a young bitch made cat because he just used the word cringe. So you know he takes it in the ass. Holy fuck, dog. This motherfucker is unbelievable. Um, it's It blows my mind, some of these motherfuckers. It blows my mind. But maybe the Boston Celtics are just absolute shit shows. Maybe they're just a fucking shit show. I don't know. I think they're a shit show. Uh, the NFL is looking into the ref having Mike Evans sign his uh, card or whatever after the game. If you guys didn't see that, um, Mike Evans signs an autograph. Um, apparently, the rumor is the ref's son is Mike Evans' biggest. Mike Evans is his favorite player. <sighs> I mean, it's after the game; they already lost. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know why we're looking into this so much. Is this a betting situation? Are we shaving points? Like, what could this possibly be? I believe it's way, way, way blown out of proportion. I believe it's not the same as as our main man that's suspended for the year uh, for betting $1,500 on DraftKings. I don't believe this is the same at all. The ref came up to him. Um, you're telling me that they had this preconceived, that this was a setup? Like, come on, man. No, I'm. I think you're looking into it way too much. You clearly saw Mike Evans be... Be, be asked and he had to turn around about face and say, Hey, Kel, hey, bike, can I get this sign for my son? That's what I'm hearing. Man, these refs are fans too, dog. I mean, you know, I don't know if you could be professional and a fan like that, but they're fans, homie. They're human. I don't know. I don't really look into it like you guys are. I don't think it's that big of a fucking deal. Do you? Do you guys think you fucking, is it a big deal? I'm curious. I don't know. I'm gonna ask. Does it? Does he? Does it? Is it that big of a deal? Because it was after the game. What the fuck did he do? Drop the touchdown on purpose? Did he drop the touchdown on purpose? I mean, come on, dog. Miss me? Shit. It's a little too too much to me. A little too much. Um, I, I don't know. Um, Curious to see. I, I'm not sure about that. I don't know if that was it. But let's get into first down. First down! <laughs> Brought to you by Candidate CBD. Head on over to CandidateCBD.com. Use the promo code CoachJB12 and get you some Candidips. Um, Man, I can't wait. Matt will get in here. Um, Mondo Burger, do you have Google. One of the words we've never used in the 90s. Google it. You should go Google it. Like, there's no way, dog, you live under a rock, dog. Are you? Do you live under a rock, homie? Like, are you literally living under a fucking rock? You don't know if I'm coaching? So are you just a dick rider who's in here trolling? Like, is that what you are? God damn. Hey, Matt. Yo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Words or terms you would not use in the 90s or early 2000s growing up. What are some, just off the top of your head? I just came up with some. Google it. Oh, fuck, it makes me cringe. And cringe, cringe is actually one. I just fucking found out. And I, 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 that I won't use? Huh? That I won't use? Yeah, like words we didn't use, like, or terms we didn't use, like, fuck me. Like, how about this one? I identify as. Well, I identify oh. as a fucking man with a dick, motherfucker, you fucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm identifying today as a cell phone. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm going to identify today as a 
14 year old Chinese girl. Hey, that's sus. <laughs> uh, fucking sus, homie. I just found out what that was. I'm like, what the fuck is sus? Like, it sounds like it's something like we popped, right? Like a zit or something, like pus. I'm like, fuck, is it pus? It's sus. Like, I don't know what it is. Uh, Man, we're in the first 10 segment of the show. I want to backtrack real quick getting you on here. Uh, there's so much to talk about here, dog. I, 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 I don't know where to begin. But I want to ask you this, dog. There's two white men sitting in here that have been around brothers our whole life, played with brothers our whole life. Keyshawn yes. Johnson came out and said, Todd Bowles can't be criticized because he's black. And I was on Jason Whitlock's show yesterday, and I said, well, Todd Bowles is absolutely atrocious. He should not be a head coach ever. And I love Todd Bowles. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. I think he's he's a defensive coach. You can clearly see he's struggling as a head coach because you have to challenge your leaders as a head coach. Do you at least agree to that? Hell yes. That's one of the biggest problems in the NFL right now. All right. Thank you. Bruce Arians used to cuss Tom Brady out. That's exactly why they, they won, too. I, I don't understand. Why is it only us that understand this? Well, maybe because, because we play, people are, right? people are fucking soft, dog, and you know this. Like, I, I, I had this talk yesterday about, for hours yesterday, about Hackett in Denver and the fact that he doesn't challenge Russell, and that's why they suck, period. Like, he wants Russell's autograph. I'm not saying Todd Bowles is that guy, but he's a defensive coordinator in an offensive-driven league that – you know, Tampa's stuck right now offensively. Everybody's figured out what they do. And they don't have anybody to go to that can diversify the offense enough to move forward and be productive because their coach is a defense is coordinator. Hackett, is Hackett white? Oh, yeah, he is. My bad. He's a white guy. What, Keyshawn really said that? I, yeah, dude. I think we bash Hackett more than any coach in football. I think we well, bash. Really easy to. I think we bash. Well, the weirdo fuck identifies as mixed, I guess, Miami <laughs> Dolphins. That's a joke in its own self. But anyway, that is a whole nother ball game. Uh, I bash white, black, yellow, green. I don't give a fuck what you are, dog. Like, dog, can you coach and get the job done or well, not? So what? What, what was the context in the Keyshawn thing? Did he just say, like, because he's a black coach, you can't, you can't go after him? Because, it's, I mean, uh, we only have four or whatever it is, and – you got Lovey, him, Tomlin. You got you got Bowles. Uh, you got what four? You got five if you got if you count the Miami cat. Which I'm I'm like fuck. He looks more fucking Asian to me. I don't know what he is. He's a weirdo fuck. And then uh, who else you got? I don't know who else. But the other well, guy Bowles show, and Lovey are both going to get fired at the end of the year. So how about not- this though? Then the guy on his show comes out and says black players have to play harder for black coaches so that they don't get them fired. I'm like, dog, we're got we're saying ignorant ass shit on national TV, aren't we? God damn. You know, it's it's almost like is it a bunch of is it a bunch of white guys saying this too, or black dudes? It's uh no, it's black dudes saying it on the show, but I don't I don't know the general population. Well, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand it at all because I don't get it. I, I don't see I don't see the color thing. I'm I'm I guess I'm just one of these old school white guys that like I I grew up in an era where I didn't it race race wasn't something that was huge around me. Like all my friends are black guys. I grew up with them, I played with them. It's been like that my whole life. 
Um, I don't even my, have to think about it, Matt. Like, I don't even yeah, think I about don't, it. I don't think about it ever. Yeah. I don't, like, before like, I call my homeboys, I'm not like, I'm going to call my black friend. I don't <laughs> that's ever. What I'm like, I got to think. Oh, uh, you're <laughs> black. Think like that. Uh, what the like, fuck? I never think like that. And I just, I, I hate that it that the NFL and that sports has become so, like, white and black. It's supposed to be the team color. Like, if you're a Jet, we're all green and white. If you're a Bronco, we're all orange and blue. Like, that's the way it's supposed to work. Um, I think everybody should play harder for their coach so they don't get fired if you like him. And if you like your job, I mean, in this business, if you don't play hard, you're not going to play. So, Or you're not going to get the bag. You're not yeah, going to get the bag. I mean, you may play, but they'll figure you out that you're a fraud really fast and you'll be gone. So it's, you know, the, the NFL has become like, the front for political correctness and no offense to all the NFL guys, myself included. I don't know if you want us to be the tip of the spear on political correctness. I mean, it, like people, people are fucking freaking out because of, you know, like what, what coaches say to players in meetings behind closed doors. And Matt rule was walking in, uh, you know, to the meeting rooms in Carolina telling them they're the worst offense he's ever seen and they're terrible and they are the worst offense I've ever seen and they are terrible. Why is that? Why is he saying the truth a bad thing? You know, I just don't understand the the softness, man. The softness of today's players is at an all-time fucking high. Like, everything oh, yeah. offends them. Everything is – they can't over – they can't overcome anything. I saw yesterday something where – Jason Taylor was talking about Dan Marino and the like the first day at Dolphins practice when he like knocked down one of Dan's passes and Dan went off. MF and him motherfucking him all up the field, piece of shit, don't hit my fucking ball, blah, 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 blah. That Dan Marino's a fucking leader, a guy he wanted to follow that you feared. You didn't want to let him down. That that quarterback's gone out of the NFL. Nobody has that mentality anymore. And, and to be completely honest with you, I think that it's one of the reasons why the game sucks as bad as it does right now. Really if, if, there's, if there's not fear involved with, uh, if I don't do this right, I'm going to get cut. If I don't do this right, my quarterback's going to hate me. If I don't do this right, my defensive coordinator is going to bench me. If there's no fear involved, then, I mean, I'm sorry, but a lot of these guys just aren't going to do what they need to do to get ready to play. Yeah, because especially Matt, I I kind of I like where you're headed because this is the thing I got to this is I'll even take it a step further. Right now we have head coaches who are soft as all wet pussy. We've never seen this many soft coaches walking our sideline, and I still haven't got into this topic with you. Uh, it's been three times three shows that I keep bringing it up after you leave. Um, I wanted to ask you this because as we get softer on the sideline from the figurehead head coach quote-unquote, uh, if the quarterback is soft, like you say, who who is the extension of the head coach on every roster you've ever been around? I would hope it's the quarterback. We hope, right? If that's not there, and you got this fucking math major on the sideline on top of it as the head coach, what in the fuck are we looking for now? Like, where are we headed? Where are we looking for? I got to ask you, Matt, as the, as the sideline continues to look like math majors, I, I did this the other day, and I don't know if you saw it after you left. But if you start to look, Bruce Arians is out. Tomlin, who knows? There's no more Bruce Bill, Bill Cowers. There's no more Bruce Arians. He got out. 
Andy Reid's on his way out. Belichick, Andy Reid, and Tomlin are probably the last three, along with uh, Peterson, maybe, and Jacksonville now. Reich, you can say Reich, but Reich came from playing OC, quarterback guy, uh, who's kind of aged throughout this process, tremendously aged, in my opinion. Now he's a head coach. Uh, Lovey Smith, I guess, is an OG in the business, but look at who's walking the sidelines. It is becoming math majors who do analytics. There's no more Rex Ryan. There's no more Cower. There's no more JB and Matt McChesney's. And we have math majors analytically speaking about let's go for it on fourth. Let's do this. Let's do that. You mentioned conspiracy theories last week. Do you think that there's a really a, a something to look into with this and, and DraftKings FanDuel and who we're hiring on the sidelines to walk our stadiums nowadays and who's a leader of our football team because we're doing so much fucking analytics that affect betting? I mean, I, I that's a lot of questions in one question, but the, the betting part, absolutely, I think there's conspiracy theory wrapped into it, and I think that everybody's hand-in-hand, hand, 100%. And I can't prove any of that, but I think it's happening. Um, the coaching part, how do I say this? They're metrosexuals, I have, homie! I, I have a hard time playing for somebody that didn't play. Uh, not playing. I have a hard time taking him seriously when he gets up there and starts talking about what it takes to win when he didn't play and he's never done it um, ever. And now that said, if if an offensive coordinator wants to use analytics, if a head coach wants to use analytics to help him make a decision, that's one thing. If your entire system is based off of the analytics and what he thinks is going to happen, and you're trying to predict the future in a game that is uncontrollable, you can't control this game, you have to adapt to it, I think that that's a, you're setting yourself up for failure personally. And... If you look around the NFL right now, a lot of the teams that use the analytic-heavy approach, every team uses it. Some teams use it heavier than others. Miami, with Tua, is really, really looks like they can win football games without them. They can't. Green Bay is struggling right now. LaFleur uses analytics big time. They, they don't have any receivers. They're struggling. San Francisco, they're struggling. Uh, let's see here. Minnesota's not. Minnesota, they got they got a new coach that does the analytics stuff. They're balling. Um, Big Cincinnati was slow, but they just whipped Atlanta's ass. So I, I look it. It goes both ways. I think that you're going to see everything picking up now that September's over. You know, you're you're pretty much through October. The first two months of the season are done, and teams have hit their stride. We know who's good and who's not. This is just the way the NFL is now these days, man. It's not it's not as hardcore as it used to be. And because of the public black backlash, to be completely honest with you, of what I have to gather here is they they want to clean up the I don't the aggressive nature of the game. I mean, I'm not really sure because I I think that that's the best part of it. So it's a it, it's a weird path that they're going down. That's for damn sure. But at the same time, you know, time will tell. Ten years from now, we'll know if this was a good idea or not. Hey, you guys are uh, interested. Uh, I want you to head on over to CoachABStore.com. Oh, yeah. By the uh, way, this is awesome. Thank you so much. I saw this when I woke up this morning. merch up there, Six Zero Academy. He's got some hoodies. He's got um, on the front and the back, it's got his symbol. You can click. That's on the front. That's in the back. 
Pretty big uh, time. Thanks, Coach. And type the hoodies as well. So head on over to CoachJBStore.com and get you some uh, some merch. Some Thanks, my guy. Savage merch. Go check it out. Um, Appreciate you. Oh yeah, we had to get that up there. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I hear you. I just, I just, it, it, it irks me to see these soft fucks uh, walk our sideline of one. Well, look, look, I don't, I don't care if you didn't play if you work. Like if you, if, if you show up and I'm a coach on the staff, and the the home, homeboy at Miami is the head coach. I mean, that I, I can't knock that kid. He's he's put his time in for the last fuck man twenty years. Just because he looks young, but he's put his time in for the last twenty years, just ra- raising up the the ranks of the coaching world and the scouting world, and doing being a ball boy and shit here in Denver, doing whatever he has to do to keep his name in the fray to get a job. And you know, I, I can't I can't knock him for it. I mean, he's a little he's a little weird and shit, but I don't I I kind of like weird dudes. I mean, it, it's. Uh, it, it, I, I need to see how it's going to pan out, and if it's a winning formula with the, with a quarterback that's coherent. Sometimes, I mean, you can question that with Tua. He seems to look like they can play, but without one, with Teddy Bridgewater and the dude from Kansas State, the rookie, they were awful. So, I'm not going to knock on him too bad his path to where he's gotten to. In, in fact, I think it's kind of cool that. A kid that was once a ball boy at Bronco training camp 20 years ago is now a head coach in the NFL. Uh, it's just a matter of if it is going to work or not. Because I'll tell you this, the analytics like fad that we're in will go away quickly if it doesn't work. Like Everybody will look at it and go, keep your analytics in baseball. We're going to go out here and do the, the repetition that it takes for football to be successful. Nah, I hear you. I, I just... You know the Manginos of the world, the 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 leeches. Um, you know, there's very very far few between guys that play the game or that didn't play the game and have a, le- a decent success, right? Like, and, I don't and he, I don't know too many that have honestly. There there isn't. I mean, you got you got you got fucking you know Mike Leach who didn't play, but has he really won anything meaningful? He's I mean, had, he's a pretty successful college coach. He's had decent years and everything, but like. I just don't know if he's. Uh, I, I take him and Boulder in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that makes sense to me though, right? Like, to me, and he's doing a decent job. I mean, he's got he's got a decent thing going, even though you know they got beat, and I just don't think you can throw the football that much. That's a whole other ball game. But um, hey, what's your email? Um, six zero strength, right? Yeah, Matt at six zero strength dot com. Yep, yep. Um, Mazzoni wanted it, needed it. Um, all right, I got that. I'm so excited. Uh, hey, so is the game is the All American game in Dallas or San Antonio? Dallas. Dallas. Did they move it? Yeah, it's at the Star now. All right, cool, man. That's gonna be dope. I can't wait for that. Yeah. So that's Noel just texting me, uh, getting me that stuff. So he's gonna you'll probably get an email and a text or something. Uh, so look, man, I got we gotta get into a bunch of shit here. Uh, we got I got you for a couple minutes. Let, let me ask you something. Mac Jones benched. Uh, Zappy comes in, comes in, leads him to two scoring drives in the first two series. Everyone thinks Zappy's the next Tom Brady. I put a poll out on purpose just to see the reactions at, at the, before before Zappy had finished the game. He, it was half and half, fifty fifty. Now after the on day, the next that he's the next Tom Brady. Yeah, I put it out on purpose just to see. To the I reaction. mean, how about like ninety nine percent to one percent no? 
Hey, Matt, but I did what the that. What are we talking about? I, I did that just to see. That's how fast nowadays we anoint. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Can you believe that? Like, yes, we do. We anoint everyone as the greatest thing since sliced bread after one fucking throw. And they, I, and look, 50, 50, I have man. no doubt. I have no doubt that this young kid can play. He tore it up at Western Kentucky. He got drafted. He's played it well in reserve for Belichick this year. He came in last night. Had a chance to be the savior. They got fucking boat raced. I mean, the Chicago came out there and said, you're not screwing up Papa Bear Hollis's record on our watch, bro. Fuck that. And they went out and beat the shit out of New England. I think New England is a fraud. I don't think they're very good. Uh, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs again. I think Belichick will probably retire at the end of the year because he doesn't want to deal with this shit anymore. Um <laughs> Hey, I'm laughing right now because no Mazzoni. I screenshotted your fucking whole thing because I don't know how to share a contact. So yeah. I screenshotted your name and fucking number. He goes, dude, you don't know how to figure out how to share a fucking contact <laughs> on your phone? I said, no, dude, I don't. Just, uh, hit, co- just hit share. I, I don't even know how to do that, dude. Yeah, well, uh, that's fair. You get your uh, typewriter. All but right, so- I, I think that the old school, I think that both Bilicek and Brady are running into this right now. And Matt Ryan ran into it this weekend of I'm a dinosaur in this era and you know especially the players Brady particularly I think that they're going to look at it at the end of the year and go look I, I don't relate to this era I don't relate to these kids they're not listening to me they think I'm yelling at them when I'm trying to motivate them that's that's another thing Tom Brady's not yelling at his offensive line he's telling them how good they are and telling them to get their head out of their ass and do their fucking job so again, the softness of this of this era's athletes is affecting the game in a way that is it's I don't think you can equate it, honestly. And if you want to talk about analytics, maybe they should get a fucking an analytics bar in, in how soft are you and get a percentage on that shit because they're not gauging how how much that's influencing all of this. Hey, but I, this is my point. I do a poll. He's he scores twice. 50-50, yes, he's the next top rating. Guess what it is right now? It's 70 fucking 30. No. No, is it really yeah. because the fucking poll went throughout the night and they lost and he looked shitty in the second half and you guys now change your mind? Like, that's what we live in, dude. We live in this fucking shit show-ass world. Who are so fucking, they can't make a decision, Matt. They it's can't all flip-flop. It's like they're, everybody's – the guy – an individual, me, you, anybody that has something they stand behind that will sit, sit at the top of the hill and die on that hill about that idea. Those people are gone. They're few and far between. And they get ridiculed and criticized because they don't flip-flop. Me. Like, dog, I'm, not a, pol- I'm not a politician. I have to. I started with them, right? I, I mean, I, what am I going to do? No, I'm going with the fucking Browns now. So and it, it's, I, I think that like people that stand on what they believe even if it's, it has to do with sports. I mean, if, if you'll give up on the little things in your life, and let's be real, sports is a is a little thing. It's awesome. We love it. But you could get a, you could get along without football if the world went to shit. Like, you wouldn't think about it much. It's a little thing. So if, if you're going to flip-flop about little things and constantly change your mind and, you know, be a chameleon when it comes to, well, this guy's opinion, I like that today, so that's what I'm going to adopt then you're going to do that about everything in your life. You're going to do that about your Dude, spouse. You're going to do it re-nig. about your convictions, everything. Yeah, don't renege, though. Exactly. Like, have some balls. 
Stand up for what you believe in. It's okay. Like, dog, fuck. Uh, Here, keep us going. I got to hit the head real quick. All right. Um, my boy, Noel Mazzoni, just sent me a, a, a picture. He's rocking my gear right there. He's rocking the gear. He said, uh, today, they're in, um, I was having a 49er game, and now I think they invented this shit. Um, humble that ass. Um, man, this is the thing I got to talk about. Matt Ryan being benched. I want to ask uh, Matt's uh, opinion on Matt. And uh, is Sam Ellinger the guy to, to, to go throughout the rest of this year? We're going to find that out. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. We'll see. Um, Matt right, Ryan Matt, getting benched? Yeah. Let me ask you about Matt. Matt Ryan, Matt McChesney. Uh, he's benched very, very oddly or ironically or quickly or shockingly. I don't know the term or word to use, but uh, they moved him. Uh, Sam Ellinger is going to be the guy the rest of the year. I think my personal opinion, Matt, Ursay told the GM, Reich is going to be fired. Tell him that. Tell him to make a decision. Make one that may be a unpopular one. And I think Reich said, you know what? I got to make a splash. I'm going to set you down. And I think that's what's happening. I still think it's going to be to the ultimate demise of Frank Reich. But at the end of the day, you owe him $25 million, Matt Ryan, that means. And I don't know if you can recover from this. Eight quarterbacks in four years, Matt, as a professional franchise. Something is wrong. And you cannot look down anymore, Matt. You cannot look up anymore, Matt. You can only look in the fucking mirror if you're Jim Irsay. You're the fucking problem. Yeah, and that's where I'm going to go with this, is Jim Irsay is always fucking dabbling. He needs to back up and fuck off and let somebody run his football team correctly. And he he was just, he's just like his dad. I mean, his dad fucked up the Elway trade. <laughs> like, Baltimore got fleeced essentially for that because he wouldn't let Jim Irsay do his job and like, or excuse me, uh, or Casey. And, and like, I, I, at some point, you've got to just look and be like, yo, Doug, are you popping pills again? Are you okay? Chill the fuck out. Like, look, Ellinger was a good college quarterback. He played well at Texas. He was undrafted, I think. Regardless, he hasn't played in the NFL yet. Um, just to, to say, like, he Ryan's benched for a week to get healthy or benched for two weeks to get healthy, okay. I can go with that, but we're benching him for the rest of the year just for this guy who's never played. That's the answer. Like, if I'm on the Colts roster, I'm like, wait, wait a second. Are we just airmailing? We're 500. Why are we airmailing? Why are we airmailing the fucking season in? Why don't we figure this out? I mean, two games ago, he went for 404 touchdowns. So, hey, here you go. Noel's rocking my hoodie right now at practice. That's Noel rocking the hoodie. Damn uh, right. This is what he said, though. He said, let Matt know this. I got your gear on for practice today. They are the enemy. Our offense averages 49 a game. And now these fucks think they invented this shit. I need to go out on their ass. They need a good ass ripping today. He's talking about his own team who they score 49. They're undefeated. And they walking around like their shit don't stink. Me and Matt just said this just two minutes ago. This is the world we now live in. Yep. No Mazzoni, who's an offensive guru in the – NFL, Division One. He's been everywhere. He's coaching some young kids, and these kids and these other coaches think they invented the shit as Noel is putting up 49 a game in high school, 
And this high school defense has probably have never even seen what the fuck they're doing on offense to them. And now these kids walking around like their shit don't stink. Noel is trying to say, you're going to lose next game if you don't figure this shit out and fucking stop being this dickhead and thinking you're running shit. That yeah, is you're, what you're not as good as you think you are, and you're not as bad as you think you are. You're somewhere in between. Everybody needs to operate. That's what the like NFL that. is now, though. Well, the, the NFL has turned into that because they honestly, this is what they've allowed. I mean, look, when they went and signed the CBA back in the day, that took away the contact and practice, and took away the ability to for a coach to coach. I mean, it, it makes it really hard to run a football team if you can't discipline guys, if you can't if you can't say to them, for example, we're going to use the Broncos again. When everybody's talking about the Broncos need to get better at this, this, and this. Okay, I'm with that. But you can't do nine on seven. You're not in pads. It's regulated that we can't do anything in practice. How the fuck are you supposed to change your stripes in the middle of the season when you can't practice, when you can't discipline, when you can't? figure out if someone's tough when you can't build toughness through nine on seven drills and, and, you know, like pass rush and how do they pick up TE games and ET games full speed when they're going to play against, they're playing Jack Denver and Jacksonville playing London this week. When, when Josh Allen is screaming off the edge of defensive end running an ET game, how the fuck are we supposed to pick that up in sweatshirts? Like, it's already hard enough to mimic that on scout team in full pads because no one's like that kid. But it, it's impossible to do it in fucking T-shirts. So why did they expand the practice squad? And, like, why did they do all these things so they could go softer? I thought that we expanded the practice squad so we could practice. So I, 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 I look, man, I think that the NFL is as bad as it's ever been. And I think it's going to get worse from a play perspective. And the people are so blind, they don't understand what they're looking at, or they're so enamored with like the athletes and everybody's. These are modern day superheroes to people, which is cool. But it, it could be so much fucking better if like if people actually practiced and actually gave a shit and could take criticism and could take coaching and didn't look at every th- single thing that they do like it's the first time it's ever been done. You're not a world breaker, bro. You're just another guy that's playing. You're just another guy that's coaching. And the legacy you leave, some people will think it's awesome. And some people will think it's bullshit. And all you can all you can rest your morals on is if you did it right. And I, I think that there's a lot of people, I think there's a lot of people looking for affirmation outside of the of the room rather than affirmation inside of themselves. Let me ask you this. Uh, I talked about it in the first. I was, I'm kind of half-ass joking, but not. Uh, Christian McCaffrey gets traded to the Niners. Um, plays the other day. Uh, the Jags. The Jags give up um, James Robinson to the Jets because Brees Hall tore his ACL. He's done for the year, which really hurts the Jets. But yeah, they, James Robinson. James Robinson, they give him up for a fifth-round pick, assuming if he can hit 600 yards, they also have to give him a sixth-round pick. That is the going rate for running backs, okay? And I wouldn't have gave up what the Niners gave up for Christian McCaffrey either. And I was joking on here, and I said, especially a fucking white running back. Oh, what does that mean? Come on. I'm just just fucking around. But listen, McCaffrey's a fucking badass, dude. Would you rather have a white running back or a white corner play for you? I, I don't give a fuck as long as he can play. At, well, I'm not taking a white corner, ever. 
well, if he can play, I don't give a fuck what color he is. I know, I mean, but there's none out there. I've well, never J- Jason, C- Jason Seahorn is the only white corner I've ever seen. We just talked about Seahorn. Uh, is is there another, know. like, modern day, is there another white corner? Fuck. I know there's some badass white safeties, but I'm talking about, like, white boy corners. No, I'm talking about lockdown corner. Yeah. I, I mean, Seahorn was far from lockdown, but he was good. He, I yeah, think he made a right. couple Pro Bowls. Like, yeah, he was all right. He, uh, I, I, we talked about white safeties. There's a shitload. I, there's a million I would take. Oh, Tillman, I mean, I could go on and on and on about white safeties. Um, but running backs, they're rare, like E40 said, they're rare, like white running backs. I like McCaffrey, but I'm not giving up first, second, third round fucking picks for him. Well, He's they good. they gave up. The second, the third, and the fourth, right? Yeah, second and third and the fourth. Yeah. But if but you're James if you're San Francisco, James Robinson's the going rate in the NFL, Matt. You know that. Fifth yeah, but McCaffrey McCaffrey's ten times the player Robinson is. Yeah, he might be, but not. But he's an injury waiting to happen too. Well, that that's true. But I look. I think that in Carolina, where he's the only guy they have, with the, they had DJ Moore, Lavisca Chanel, but they're receivers. They don't use Lavisca correctly. Lavisca Chanel could be another Debo Samuel. If he was just in an offense that used him right, I I I think Christian going to San Francisco is a massive upgrade for San Francisco, and I hopefully they can figure out a way to make it all work. He had eight touches, forty yards the other day. Two of those were negative plays. The other six were like nine yards a clip. So, you know, I I I think it's a great get. Um, the dr- draft picks and look look man. I, I like draft picks. They're great, but I think that there's a lot of draft picks that don't end up being shit. So I if they think they're in their window right now and they needed to find another, you know, piece, then he's that piece. And I, I bet you I, I would put money on this that that some bitch is about to explode and, and San Francisco is gonna be right in the thick of this, you know, at the end of the year, regardless of what their record is right now. I think it's a huge get. And yeah, look you know, this is the thing. Um Christian is injury prone, but at the same time, he's he's also a fucking warrior. That yeah. that guy plays his balls off. Yeah, but Mac, I'm not uh, man. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up shit for running back no more. You can find him on the fucking street, bro. Like, well, well, the the Jets just the Broncos and the Jets, my two teams, have both lost all their running backs. So if you find some on the street for me, please send them my way because the Broncos right now are starting their running back room is Mac. Mac, uh, Mac Morris, I think is his name, or something Mac. I can't remember. The, the, he played for the Colts a couple years ago. They just got him off of the Niners practice squad. Melvin Gordon, who's a super turd and the worst back in football, and Leva- Latavius Murray. So if you find a back, we need one in Denver. And then in New York, they just locked Bryce. They just lost Hall. Or, uh, yeah, they just locked Bryson, which sucks. And then they had to go trade for James Robinson. So, I, I like Robinson. He's a good basher. He's good in between the tackles, but he's not He's not Bryson Hall. That's something. Think, think about this, though. Think about this, though. Like, the running backs you just mentioned, they're going to give you the same fucking production that they just lost. I, I, I know. I know. And they're just old saying, and shitty. Like, like, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the running back in this thing, you know that's the most – that is why they're the lowest paid – that is why they don't last as – that's why they're the, the shortest lived. Their average lifespan in the NFL is a year and a half. They, they are really important, though. They are important, but they but are they really important nowadays? I when think, we're I on think the most 16 if you have a great back 
and he can do more than just run the ball, with the exception of like Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a throwback. But when you have a Camara, when you have a Clyde Edwards Hilaire, McKinnon, when you have, you know, James White for so many years, when you have these guys that can do both, God damn, those guys are important. And they're so good for your football team. Mostert in, in Miami. So I I, I yeah, I I I agree with I me and you there on that. I don't bet. know if this era is the same. I think it's turning right in front of our eyes. Josh Allen's throwing the football 60 times a game. Like, we're throwing the ball. Joe Burrow, uh, Mixon got five catches for big plays the other day, not big runs. Like, well, that, that's what I'm saying. If he can do more than one thing, he became he becomes a massive asset. Do, do if you, know you just have a one-trick right pony, that doesn't work anymore. Do you know who's ripping it right now from the backfield, actually hand, getting the ball handed to him? Fucking Josh Jacobs is on fire. Look, Josh Jacobs is a fucking throwback, too. That son of a bitch is a monster. Yeah. And you, look, you look around yeah. the NFL, it's not surprising that Najee Harris, monster. Derrick Henry, monster. Jacobs, monster. Damian Harris, monster. They're all from fucking Alabama. Oh, dude. Uh, Bruce Helms. Shut the fuck up. I'm Matt Matt McChesney. If you go against me on this, dude, me and you are gonna have a fucking I'm gonna have a, a dig- digital fight. I love digital fights. Let's do it. Listen to this. This <laughs> fucking Bruce Helms. This is the guy that keeps coming out and saying that this this generation's faster and stronger. And then we we were like, what? And we broke that. Remember this guy a couple weeks ago? Anyway, this motherfucker tried to compare Derrick Henry to Bo Jackson. And I said. First of all, shut the fuck up. Bo Jackson didn't even play long enough to know what he was. But by the optics, it's not even fucking close. Bo Jackson ran 4-1 at 240. Shut the fuck up. I mean, look, I don't think you can compare anyone to Bo Jackson other than, like, Muhammad Ali and shit. Like, Bo Jackson's not not a football player, bro. Bo Jackson is an athletic god. Like he's on, he might be on the fucking, the, if you look at like just athletes of all time, Bo Jackson's on the Mount Rushmore. I don't know who the other three are. No doubt. I don't know who the other three are, but Bo fucking Bo is on the goddamn Mount Rushmore of athletes of all time. And I agree that you can't really compare him to anybody because he didn't play long enough. And if you do want to compare him to somebody who runs four, one, five at, at 240 and and runs people over like that no one and who swung a bat like that and ran the first like that and played center field and left like that no one so i i just think any comparing him to anyone is ridiculous it's ridiculous it's ridiculous Man, i mean derrick henry is a damn good player and a hall of fame player but he's not bo jackson hey he ran up on the wall and in, in a kansas yeah. city that shit was nuts he ran around the fucking wall dog like up on it and shit <laughs> And threw the guy out at home, didn't he? Out. That yeah. looked like not only that, but like there's the the Brian Bosworth thing on the goal line in the same game. He ran out the tunnel, like the the thing. Go watch the thirty for thirty on Bo Jackson, and see if like just try and put Derrick Henry in the same lore. It doesn't work. And Derek Derek's a great player, bro. Derek's a fucking Hall of Famer, two thousand yard rusher. No one's taking anything away from him, but he's not Bo Jackson. It's He's not real. even Eric Dickerson, coach. Eric Dickerson's another different one. People don't talk about. But Eric Dickerson is a fucking monster. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I want to get into this. Uh, 
I don't know what you look into it. I don't know if I look into it as much. I'm I'm kind of on the outside on this one. You may have a different opinion. Uh, the referee, the NFL's looking oh, into the referee that had Mike Evans uh, signed his card or whatever. I, oh, my God. I'm not looking at it the same because the game's over. He comes into him. The rumors are, Matt, hey, Mike, can you sign this? My son, you're his favorite player. Whoop-de-whoop. I look, that's what the rumor is. I kind of tend to agree with how Mike Evans looks behind him and about faces and says, hey, somebody called my name, the referee. I don't look at it as the equation on ESPN as he should be suspended for the fucking year because it's betting. Shut the fuck up. The dude's walking after the game. So you're telling me he dropped a touchdown and it was because the ref set it up? I, I don't agree to that. Um, are, is this overblown or, or do you think something's up to this? No, I think they should fire the ref immediately, and I think he he needs to know where he's at. And there's cameras everywhere, and I don't give a fuck when it was, before, after, halftime. I don't care if he's your kid's favorite player and shit. You're a fucking professional ref. Like, you cannot do this. You can't walk up to the best player on the team and ask him for a fucking autograph and tell him you're his best friend and shit, and you're my favorite player and I got your jersey. It, it takes away from the game. It makes me question the flags that you call, it makes me question everything. It makes me question literally everything. And I already think that the NFL is in cahoots and they fucking, you know, they got these, these WWE backhanded like fucking deals where it's, it's a lot of people think it's like fucking it's, it's being acted out on the field. And I don't know how you're going to do that exactly as I played, but the refs have so much control over the outcome of the game. It, when this kind of shit pops up and you've got this fucking idiot in the tunnel asking Mike Evans for an autograph, dog, there's other ways to get his autograph, dog, not like this. So, okay, so that's a different perspective. I, I wasn't talking about the ref. My my fault. I might have said it oh, wrong. Oh, no, no, no. Mike Evans, I don't see any fault with Mike. What the fuck? Mike's just right. signed an autograph. That That's where I'm at. Uh that I was talking Mike Evans because I've heard all these things that Mike Evans should be suspended just like what's his name Rug or who was it the guy Judy or not Judy the fucking receiver that's that's Ridley who Calvin Ridley Ridley Calvin uh, Ridley is betting on an app on his team Mike Evans is signing an autograph for a ref after a game I, I, it doesn't even fucking it's not even the same fucking thing it's not even the same fucking what are we talking about. I so, don't know, dude. It's, like, um, that, it's that, Twitter, no. man. It's the fucking Twitter on ESPN, all this dumb shit. Ev Evans is not at fault at all. He's just signing an autograph. I'm sure that he, if anything, he looked at it like, really, a fucking ref wants my autograph? I, I think the ref should be fucking fired and suspended immediately. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. This is crazy. Uh, so last night's game, let's dive into it real quick. Uh, I, and then I want to get to the end of this show. I want to break. I want to show some things and get your take. I think it'd be a great fucking fire episode to end with uh, with you. I uh, have a very interesting perspective on this uh, NFL, what we're currently talking about. Justin Fields gets a big win, uh, 13 to 21, 179. Great, great high school numbers. Um, I, I, like, can people fucking pl please explain to me why NFL quarterbacks are continuing to throw um, – Here's a good example. Yeah, I mean, why would Mike Evans? That's what I said. Wait, how about all these fucking walking by and the walking? Yeah, I don't know. And 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 the refs are two two older refs laughing and shit. Like it looks weird. Yeah, ha ha ha. We we, we just 
tons of people just lost money on Tampa. We sign this. <laughs> and you lost. They lost too. It's crazy. fucking right. They got ran. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. Uh, so what do you what do you take, man? I know we talk quarterbacks a lot and shit, and I, I I can't wait to start breaking down film with you as we move forward on the show. Uh, Justin Fields, 179 yards, and, and he they win the game. Um, what did what did he run for? He ran for 82 on 14 carries and a touchdown. So high he had 260, 270 total yards. Yeah, good high school NFL, uh, good high school and college. Uh, I mean, they they were good pro numbers last night. They they yeah. got 33 points on the fucking board against New England. So if this is the way you, if this is the way they are set up to win, and that's the way they need to do it, it, yes. it, it may work for a game or two. But I don't think that it will work in the NFL consistently unless Justin Fields, unless they're trying to, like, mimic Baltimore and go down that road, which they might be with this kid. I don't know. They're, they're kind of stuck with him because they drafted him high and they don't have anybody else. And they're trying to build a system around the quarterback that they have. So, again, it's the, the questions are very simple in this regard with me. If you don't play Justin Fields because of the – limitations who else plays and what do we do because they don't have anybody else and there's not like quarterbacks sitting on the street so you got to deal with what you got if if they if they put fields into a system that i i like the system he's in i liked what i saw last night i thought that they used him well i don't think he's a pocket passer if they try and do that with him he's going to get killed so I think it was a really good coaching job utilizing the assets that they have rather than trying to do what so many stupid fucking coaches do, which put a square peg in a round hole and tell somebody that can't do the shit to do it. Like, well, that's my system, so you're going to do it this way. I think a good coach acclimates to the player, not necessarily a player acclimating to a system. So here's my point, though. See, we're starting to see this all over. And my point of this stat line is, is what this is what it is. Lamar Jackson was nine of twenty-one the other day. All right. Um Heineke was 20 of 31 for 199, and they beat the Packers. Um Aaron Rodgers was fucking through for 190 yards, Matt. No, oh, yeah. Like, everyone in the NFL, we're not what is happening with the numbers. Now it's Tom Brady's called, called defense. Going. Everybody's playing shell coverage. No one like if you look at the difference between the last couple of years and this year, there's a ton of cover two. There's a ton of nickel all the time. They're always playing shell coverage. Very, uh, how many like deep shots have you seen this year as compared to last year? Last year, you're seeing a ton of cover one and cover three and zero and blitz heavy. And now people are sitting back and saying, throw it underneath. We're going to rally and tackle. We'll give you 30 completions if, if you know, if they're, if the number is low, if you're completing balls at seven yards a play, then that's a problem. If you're competing, completing balls at three yards a play, then that's winning defense. So I think there's a lot of defensive coordinators that are just going out there and saying, hey, you know, we're we're going to we're going to give up some stuff underneath. We're going to let them run around and get yards. But when we get inside the red zone and we get on third down, we're going to make him beat him with his arm and he can't do it. I don't know, man. If that's I don't know if I agree. Because Tom Brady's throwing for 400 yards. Matt Ryan's throwing for 400. 
Um, I haven't seen Tom Brady throw for 400 yards yet. That guy's getting crushed this year. His numbers are terrible. Uh, Kansas City, he was 30, 39 of 52 for 405 and four touchdowns. Okay. Then they were all they were behind the whole game, and he was catching up. But okay. But, but my point is, he's climbing the pocket, and he's and he's extending plays by climbing the pocket, making reads. Yep. If you watch the game that I, if you watch the game, what it's turning into, in my opinion, and this is my humble opinion on why we're seeing so many, so few yards being thrown for, I think defensive lines are absolutely astronomically better than O line play right now in the NFL. Well, they're I definitely more athletic. That's the damn sure. I believe my quarterbacks don't know what they're looking at for a majority of the league. They don't know what coverage really is. They don't know what pre-snap to post-snap rotation really means, and they don't understand the box play. So when you don't understand those things, you're trying to rush everything, and you're getting rid of the football as quickly as you can. And who is it to? The tight end, the check down, the back. You're yep. running, you're throwing it away, what have you. This is what the trend that I am seeing, even from Aaron Rodgers, Matt. His O-line is horrific. His left tackle, Bakhtinari, has been out. He's out again the other day. They can't protect him for shit. He's throwing the ball checkdowns to a team that, frankly, Matt, he has no fucking White House to throw the ball to. Yeah, they're all gone. They got rid of his guy, and, you know, Devontae like, was – I'm just like, dude, and I'm looking around the league, and if you got a Justin Fields who don't understand where to throw the football, you got a Kyler Murray who don't understand where to throw the football because Kyler Murray's fucking throwing for 200 yards a game too, and you have these different guys all across the league. If you don't know how to get them the football, Lamar Jackson and all these guys, you're going to see these low numbers, and it's just starting to trend up to me, and I'm starting to hold down some shit, Matt. I'm starting to write this down, and I can't wait to because we, we have film now. We can start watching this. I can't wait through a few weeks after watching film with you. We may come up with a trend and say, man, we're seeing something that we really haven't seen. And I just don't understand, Matt. I'm looking at all these quarterback stats. You want to know my opinion on this? 20 yards again. My my opinion on this is very simple. And it goes back to something you just said. Not only do they not know who to throw the ball to, I don't think quarterbacks these days understand fronts and blitz packages at all. No. They don't understand their own protection scheme. I don't I see anybody that. walk up to the line of scrimmage with the exception of Brady and Mahomes and Stafford. Uh, Josh Allen does it a ton. But other than that, and even I think Allen could get better at it. I think he misses a lot of stuff and just makes up with it because he's Josh Allen. Um, I don't see anybody walking up to the line of scrimmage and going, hey, easy, 57's now the mic. Rotate it this way. That's your hot route throw. You know, easy, easy, easy. Use the cadence to your to your advantage. Use the entire twenty five second play clock. I don't think that the quarterbacks in today's game are. I'm not going to say smart enough. I'm sure they're smart enough to handle it. The coaches are putting less on their plate and more in their earphone, if that makes sense. So, like, there's more information being told to them in the headset then the quarterback needs to go out and figure out and dictate to his team. Yeah, we so didn't like, talk last week. Dumb it down if these cats are that dumb. Dumb out on the verbiage. Dumb I, down I agree. I agree. But at the same time, the quarterback, but, quarterback's got to go out there and articulate it to everybody else. And then he's in charge of changing the play. No one else on the field can change the play or change or like or tweak it or or make an adjustment. Nobody can do that but the cue. And after that fucking headset clicks off in 15 seconds and it's all on him. I think a lot of these guys are shitting their pants and they don't know how to change the plays. And it's why you see so many of these awful uh, delay of game penalties where you're like, dude, either snap the ball or call a timeout or change the fucking play. 
It's the indecisive nature of the quarterback position now. It's, well, he didn't tell me what to do, so I just didn't do anything. And I'm of the mindset where, well, if I don't tell you what to do, you better act like a fucking leader and do something. We can't just sit here and sink. I'm not going to be like the fucking band on the Titanic. Those assholes that were just fucking playing the goddamn violin while the ship's going down. Fuck that. I'm getting on a boat. Like, let, let's make moves, dog. Let's not just die out here in the fucking in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and shit. So I I, uh, I think that there's a lot of quarterbacks that would rather sink and be like, I'm going down with the ship. Look how graceful this is rather than, hey, you know, you, you 10 other guys suck today. Let's get our shit together. I need to play better too. I'm going to take over the, the terminology. I'm going to take over the, the, the pace of the game. I'm going to take over everything at the line of scrimmage and walk like, Look, I understand Peyton Manning's an enigma and Tom Brady's an enigma. I get it. But it's not that hard to walk up to the line of scrimmage and go, easy, easy, easy. Hey, they're in an underfront now. The Sam's the stack. He's the mic. And change the place so we're running on numbers or identify where the blitz is coming from based on numbers. I just don't think it's that fucking difficult. And it's amazing to me that so many coaches have a hard time articulating it and teaching it to their own fucking quarterbacks that are making the kind of money they're making. What else are you guys doing in meetings? What the fuck is everyone doing in the meetings? Like, what are we doing? If you have all this time to meet and everything is supposed to be mental now and everybody's supposed to be like falling back on the fact that we can mentally prepare, we don't need to physically do it. Okay, prove it. Mentally prepare then and fucking execute because right now, every game in the NFL should essentially be like San Francisco, Kansas City where the defense is making big plays to change the game, but the offense is fucking taking advantage of the holes in the defense that are strategically put there by the rules. Period. And if you can't do it, you deserve to fucking lose and struggle. Hey, we got about 15, 14 minutes with you, and I want to break something down. This is what I kind of want to get into. Um, I, want, I, want, I want to show this video real quick and... Uh, Take a listen. I'm gonna make it full spring string. Uh, I'm gonna Sorry, remove I'm the weather. I'm gonna yeah, me too. I'm stuffed up. I'm gonna remove us real quick and show this video full screen so everybody can get a hang of it. This is a great video for me and you to break down because after this video, I'm gonna show you two clips of something and I want to get your take on this. Oh, are, are you gonna show Pinnell from last night? That's my guy, Mike. that got kicked out last night. I'm so mad for him. This is old school. I remember this. This is Warren Sapp taking out Sean Clifton. Yeah, yep. right there, right? Watch right Warren there. Sapp take out Clifton right here and broke his hip. Yep, right there. Right. Bam. Whop. Yep. And then last night, this is my guy, Mike. I, I've been working with Mike for years. He's actually my guest on my podcast this week. If he's not too pissed off, we're getting fined for this. But that they kicked him out of the game for this. They said it was unnecessary roughness on a back block. And that is absolute bullshit. That's a fucking football play. So, Offensive guys do that to defensive guys all the fucking time, dog. Hey. That's Dude, what Mike, I'm they should start a GoFundMe page for Mike in Chicago, bro. He's getting fucked. That's bullshit. And you all know right. fucking Roger so, Goodell's going to find the shit out of him. Here's my take. I got a Kevin Garnett video that I'm trying to fucking get up here for you to watch, too. Because yeah, free Mike Pinnell. The Kevin Garnett video will set this whole thing free. And I, I gotta I'm gonna show you this Kevin Garnett video when we get it. 
I mean, and the other thing is, the NFL, are we college football now? We're kicking guys out for being physical? I, I, I mean, I, what the fuck are we doing? Just flag yeah. it and let him keep playing. It wasn't malicious. Matt, he didn't they turn back and try and kill somebody. He was throwing a block. They kicked him out two plays later. You know that, right? Do you know that? I thought they kicked him out on that play. No, he got kicked out two plays later. What, did he get kicked out for fighting? No, they reviewed it. They kicked him out. Oh, okay, well, then they kicked him out for that play. So, look, I, I, yeah, I think it's bullshit. He was simply trying to throw a block for his guy. And the, the, the fucking lineman's not behind it either. He's chasing the play. Where? How do you want him to block him? So, here's the thing. You want him to go spit in his ear? Fucking that bullshit. play, that play right there. That is dirty. That that's unnecessary. That's away from the play. Just taking somebody out. Go to Pinnell. This, the fucking guy who has the ball is right there. The fucking the the guy he's walking is three feet away from him, going to make a tackle. All he's doing is blocking. This would be a great seal block if he was on offense. This Warren Sapp on Clifton shit is dirty. The Mike Pinnell hit is not fucking dirty. He got screwed. All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got to get into this. Um, Matt, who are you speaking for on the SAP one? O-line or D-line guy? No, I think SAP is dirty as fuck. All right, here's my take. This was a, that, that play against Clifton was about 20 years ago now? 15, 20 years ago, yeah. That play right there is where football became pussy soft. I'm breaking it down. Well, look, I, I, I can't tell you night. how many times I've heard a coach say, after you get a pick, go light somebody's ass up. I agree, and I've done it to people, too. I'm not going to sit like and act like I haven't done it. But at the same time, he is 45 yards away from the fucking play, and he just ran at him like out of nowhere. Clifton's yeah. jogging. I uh, still you think know I know. You're only look, I, can, I can think it's dirty and hardcore at the same time. I don't care if. I'm of the mindset where a dirty play sometimes is the best one to make. Hey, I, I I don't hey, necessarily have a problem with it. Hey, you're you're six years younger than me. You grew up in the pretty much same era. You know, as on offense, if you're on offense now and you're Clifton, we were embedded in our fucking brains as youngsters. What is the number one thing you used to hear? Keep your head on the swivel. Head on a swivel. Yeah. And your head better be on a swivel. You're going to get knocked out. We're going to deplete you. We're going to crack back. We yep. used to love that, Matt. That was yep. the game. We used to look for those blocks. Facts. And that is factual evidence we just saw. I know well, you're calling it dirty. I think it's dirty because what the game has evolved to. Oh, no, it, it was, it was dirty then as well. I just That was look, it was, 25 years ago. It was dirty then, but I don't have – look, don't get it twisted, everyone. When I say it's dirty, that don't mean I don't like it. I love it dirty. I prefer it dirty. I'd play your motherfucking ass on concrete if I could. If I could ear hole motherfuckers all day, I would. If I could fucking crack back and double team and high-low you, I would do it all day. I didn't, I didn't really go out to play football to, like, tackle people. I went out to play football to annihilate motherfuckers. I, when I, I figured out – when I figured out I could put tape on my hands and beat the shit out of you, I'm in. So I don't care that it's dirty. It, it, he was flagged for it. It reprimanded. It is what it is. I can still this think is it's dirty and like it at the same time, just like sex. 
this is the thing. Like, this was, this is the whole take. We could finish the show on this because uh, I'm from the mindset, and I played quarterback. I played fucking quarterback, and I am from the mindset of I'm not your friend on this field. I don't like you on this field. I don't want you to play on this field. I am going to fucking hurt you by all means necessary within the framework of the rule, not to be dirty. I I, I was nasty under the piles of shit. I'll gouge your eyes out. I will grab <laughs> nuts. Like that's what it was. And we all know that's what it was. Cause catch try to grab my nuts. Catch used to try to grab my nuts. Catch used to try to gouge my fucking eyes. Bro, I've had eyes gouged, nuts grabbed, Ooh. I've been kicked, I've had ankles fucking twisted. I mean, punched, fist fights, nastiest shit you've ever seen. Like, and that's not even counting practice. The thing is, like, everything I've done dirty, I probably did to my teammates more than opponents because opponents, I'm going to get penalized. Teammates in practice, I can just fuck you up. All the coach is going to do is say, go back to the huddle. (laughs) And, and, And my thing is, Matt, like, I was like, fuck that. After that play, if that guy who didn't get injured and put to the hospital, obviously, I'd have been like, hey, Hey dog, it's all it's all love. It's football. If you got personal beef with me from that play, then so be it. No, after after the game, everybody's friends. But I want one of those guys. Look, I didn't play a skill position. I want respect, but I also want them to think this guy can literally pop off and do anything at any moment. I better watch my ass. I want them thinking about me all the time. Like that's kind of the fucking point. And- if I have to be a dirty prick bastard to fucking to to get in, you intimidated to under to understand that that part of the game as well that's what I'm gonna fucking do period like that part of the game is gone and that sucks man there's no more intimidators out there there's not and that's what I'm saying though like this is what the the truth is though I watched an interview with Sap and I've seen and I've heard Clifton's uh, interview it's on YouTube you can go find it listen to this Clifton said. All I wanted Sap to do afterwards was to come to the hospital and say, what's up? And Sap laughed it off as if, why am I doing that? We're respecting each other as players and opponents, but we're not boys. And so Sap had that come perspective. To the hospital. Cl- Clifton had this, this perspective and Clifton was not mad at all about the hit other than getting hurt and, and missing games. Yeah. So, you know, he was like, dude, it was football. Nowadays, though, if you imagine that last night, because you just saw a half-ass bullshit. And he got kicked out. Oh, yeah. block. This yeah. is an O-line block uh, in the box, Matt. This isn't even a demonstrative. This is a running back right there. About this to this, is, this is Mike Pinnell getting fucked. That is a football play, you agree. Free Mike Pinnell. Free Mike Pinnell. Fuck yeah, I agree. Mike is getting totally fucked, bro. All right. You're you're telling somebody that's playing hard and 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 going out to block for his teammates on a pick or what was it, a pick, right? That yeah. Yeah, on a pick. He's he's going back to block so they can go score. And you're and you're you're finding that because the offensive lineman is a bad athlete and he's on the ground. I'm pretty sure I hear offensive linemen say all the time, I didn't hold him or knock him down. He's on the ground. He's a bad athlete. Well, right back at you, offensive lineman. That's not dirty. That That is blocking, period. And the, the fucking NFL, man. The NFL is all about blame these days, bro. They just want to blame somebody for some shit. That's all they care about. 
I'm just saying, though, you imagine the Warren Sapp play happening last night? There would have been a fucking oh, arrest, geez, Matt. Bro, Somebody would have got arrested. I don't know if they would be playing football still. Yeah, I, don't know I, if all the, I don't know if people could handle it. Like, I think people would be like, oh, my God, it's so vicious and violent, and how can you even play? I'd never let my kid play, and I'm in the background like, good! Fuck you and your soft kid. We don't need them. <laughs> uh, if I get this video up before you get out of here, I'm going to show you this KG video that kind of was my precursor to that video right there because you got to see the KG video. Man, I just can't believe that, that Clifford would want Sap to go see him in the hospital. Like, bro, I don't want to see you in the fucking hospital, dog. I'm in the hospital because of you. What the fuck yeah. do I want to see you again for? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll and see your ass again next that. year on Sunday, bitch. Watch out. Warren Sapp would laugh about that too. So that's what yeah, I don't Of course, I'd laugh it off too. Be like, I'm not going to see your ass. I just fucked you up. Um, yeah, I want to show this Kevin Garnett video if we have it. Pop it up. Um, hey, so the Lakers and the Nuggets play tomorrow night. So what do you want to put on it? Come fuck, come fuck with my Nuggets, dog. What's up? Oh, fuck. Run, in Denver too. We'll run your motherfucking ass out at a mile high. What's up? How much you want to put on it? Hun? You want to put a C note on it? Here we go. Watch this, Matt. It's in uh, exhibition <laughs> games. They pay you for the playoffs. Yeah. They don't pay you to play 70. They pay you to play 82. Okay, Jesus. You understand? And then that says something about you on both sides of the ball. You know yep. what kind of stamina you got to be? You know what kind of shape you got to be? You know what's got to be in your heart to play 82? Ain't no fucking trainer sit me down. Shut your ass up. Be the trainer. Take the ankles and move. Have this equipment <laughs> out here, bro. Let me go out here and be great. Let me show you Facts. I can work through this. Fucking it says a lot, man, me. when you can actually perform and you're not at 100%. When you're not actually at 100% and you can perform, Wait, says a lot about you. Says a lot about you. And we don't have that no more, Matt. Nobody performs at under 100%. They have to be totally perfect. Like, So, look, I, I'm just, I'm just going to go. This We're almost done, so I got to go here pretty soon, but – I'm going to just tell a little story. At one point in my career, okay, to play in a game, I casted a broken ankle. I casted a broken ankle on my left leg. I wrapped and put DMSO and, like, anti-inflammatories and crushed up Vicodin and God knows what else I could get my hands on on both my growings because I had, I had, I had, my, my dick was purple. Both my growings were pulled. I wrapped and DMSO'd, which you know DMSO makes you smell like a, a garbage fill. Rubbed a bunch of anti-inflammatory painkillers into it. So I had a broken leg, a double pull growing, all right, and a broken thumb on my right hand. And I fucking played 85 fucking snaps. So afterwards, I felt like hammered shit, but I didn't care. We won. And that victory taste was fucking the best part. Exactly. Look at that fucking finger. And I, I personally Matt, think that when, that when, shit, finger, when shit goes down and your back's against the wall and you're hurt and you still play, it's like that the Ben Hamilton, or uh, not Ben Hamilton, uh, Ben Jones from the Titans this weekend, he played fucking super hurt. Did you see Rabel hug that man after the game? He hugged him like it was his fucking son. A coach will go all out for you if you will sell out for them. So, like, guys who have fucking, like, the NFL players have become, like, baseball players now. I got a blister. I got to take two weeks off. And it's, I'm telling you, man, that's not what this game is built on. It's built on tough motherfuckers. Matt, this finger, this bone came out right there. Came out. 
in Colorado, Matt. We were in Colorado. That finger bone came out. You know what they did? Motherfucker snapped it in. We were in the snow. We were in western Colorado, Gunnison. <coughs> snapped the finger in. We fucking rocked with it. I did not miss. Not only did I not miss a snap, Matt, I didn't miss a series. I took the snap under center the next fucking play. And then I said, you know what? That was a little painful, coach. Can we go to the fucking gun? My finger's falling off. Yeah. Can we go to the gun? And we went to the gun the rest of the game. We got the win. We got the fucking win. And do you think I could ask a quarterback to do that this today and age? Oh, no, bro. No. 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 It's not happening. It's hey, not man, happening. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, Peace. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Later. Peace. Uh. Matt's always that Kevin Garnett. You could see it. He was uh he was very very uh, active in that one. He wanted to uh, get after it, and uh, you can see it clearly. Um, we got a le- we got an hour left with me. I got a lot to discuss here. Still, I'm gonna break down a bunch of other shit here too. Uh, this show is brought to you by Canada Dips CBD. Check it out. What up? What up? What up? Coach AB show six to nine a.m. on the West Coast, nine to noon on the East. Show's brought to you by our proud sponsor, Canna Dips, CBD.com. Head on over there, catch Coach JB. Uh, use the promo code, all caps, Coach JB. Get you 20% off. Welcome bonus. And my boy Wido's here to spit some bars. Canna Dips, CBD.com. Check it out. Just got to let them know, Coach. It's the real Coach JB show. Only the real. Tune in live five days a week and find out the deal. If you a fan of the real, then you a fan of this. And if you're looking for the best, get some can of dips. They got mango, mocha, mint, and peach. Caramel on the side if you need some sleep. THC, CBD, fuel and more. And use the code COACHJB. 20% off the store. Yes, sir. My boy Wido dropping bars. Hey, I'll be right back. I'm going to get a coffee, take a piss, let my dog out. Three minutes, we're going to go. I got an hour left. I'm going to break everything down right here in the third and long segment. Brought to you by betonline.ag. I'll beat you in three minutes. Peace. But what do I know when I talk about the transfer portal being as shitty as it is, watering down college football? But what do I know when I say the landscape is completely open to anyone beating anyone? Have I not said it on this show? Did I not say it just a couple of days ago? Did I not do a video on Twitter about it? Did I not talk about it on my shows here? And people just, nah, coach, hell no. Nah. Really? So, Appalachian State goes into AM, a $40 million booster loaded roster. Coach makes $10 million a year. The head coach, Coach Clark at at Appalach- uh, Appalachian State, makes four hundred twenty-five k a year. But what do I know? Appalachian State has one four-star player on their roster. FYI, one. Texas A&M has fifty-six four or five-star players. Go look it up. Go Google it. Go check it out. Go look it up. $425,000 the head coach makes. Texas A&M special teams coordinator makes $1 million. So what do you think Appalachian State special teams coordinator makes? I'd say maybe 100K. Maybe 100K. 
maybe 100K. Maybe 100K. What do you think their quarterback coach makes? 45, 50. You know A&M's quarterback coach makes? $325,000. Almost as much as the head football coach at Appalachian State. But what do I know when I say it's watered down and Appalachian State deserves to not have themselves even mentioned with the Texas A&M when it comes to going to their fucking house and beating them in a low-scoring affair less when they just scored 61 points on North Carolina, another Power 5 team. So now Appalachian State can show that they can score 60 on you in a Power 5 school, and they can show they can beat you a higher ranked team in a low scoring affair. But what do I know? <laughs> 56 four and five star players. Appalachian State has one. And by the way, Bruce Helms, they did it to Michigan in 2007. They weren't even a Division I team yet. I hope you do know that. They were an FCS school at the time they beat Michigan. So. <laughs> But what do I know? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm back. Give me one minute, dog. Give me one minute. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, let's get it cracking. CoachAVStore.com, check it out. Short, fast, skinny, and tall, we got it all. I had a technical difficulty, broke my fucking coffee mug, so I had a little issue. Uh, Bug butter. Yeah, dog, playing hurt was the fucking greatest feeling ever because you know you accomplished some shit. You accomplished something. That's what the fuck it meant. You fucking nutted it up and accomplished something. Third and long. Brought to you by... Oops. um, (laughs) BetOnline.ag. Head on over there. Um, Use the promo code CoachJB. Um, Hey, man, listen. I want to get into this uh, whole Texas, Texas Tech, all this shit. uh, Trans... Referring over to some college shit real quick. We'll get back to some NFL. Uh, Quinn Ewers was 19 of 49. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, 19 of 49. Everyone was anointing him as being the best thing. And if he would have played against Alabama, they would have won. And if he would have played against Texas Tech, they'd be undefeated. And da 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 They still don't play very good defense. I, I just want to throw that out there. Chase Sr., what up? Chase Sr., uh, a, a work boot Wednesday. Um, 
guest of the show will be on tomorrow. I can't wait to get his breakdown of all things NFL. Uh, Christian McCaffrey signing and so much more tomorrow with Chase Sr. Uh, I know you guys all loved him on his first edition last week. Uh, that was actually his second time on the show. So Chase will be on every Wednesday. I look forward to hearing Chase's takes on some NFL news and uh, his, his, his thoughts on the whole... <sighs> Zappy is Zappy the guy or is Mac Jones? We're gonna find that out tomorrow, and also some Jimmy G talk and some Christian McCaffrey. I think your Niners fucked up, Chase. I think they, I think you guys fucking got screwed. I think McCaffrey's a fucking walking injury waiting to happen. You guys are gonna be out of picks like my Rams are. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, I grew up with Sark, so Isaac Lords, I know you know more than me, right? I know you know more. Hey, that's what I said, Chase. I was talking about that. I, I said Niners Bucks are the two favorites. Uh, I heard it came down to the Rams. My buddy for the Rams told me that they had McCaffrey sold, but uh, he wanted to go back home. Uh, not home, but play where he played in college. So that's what I think ultimate decision was, comfortability. I, that's another thing about Chase I'm going to talk about tomorrow. We are not comfortable being uncomfortable anymore in America. These motherfuckers are so soft. They can't get out their comfort zone. I got to make a hoodie. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. Fuck. I just, I love being uncomfortable. I always wanted to go do something new. I wanted to get out of my comfort zone. But what do I know? Uh, Sam Ellinger, he's going to be the starter. Um, I, was, I was talking about this last night. Alabama, Ohio State, USC for that matter, besides, you know, Carson Palmer, in my opinion, we've had some busts at quarterback. There's been a lot of busts coming out of those big-time schools. There's been a lot of busts um, that come out of those schools. So, you know, very, very interesting, to say the least. Tyson Kent, what up, man? Much love to you. Tyson Kent put out a tweet or an Instagram post a while back uh, about Matt, Matt McChesney and I doing something together. Uh, me and Matt knew who we, we each other were. We just never really talked. I, one of my best friends is Darian Hagen at Colorado, so I knew who Matt was. And uh, we ended up hooking up, and uh, I think it's a good addition. I think me and Matt get along. We talk, and uh, we can disagree and have great conversation. <clears throat> Unlike some folks think disagreement is a complete – fucking bad thing <laughs> it's not it's not it's not a bad thing to disagree too bad uh we're too fucking soft to realize that um but who is mac jones the next alabama bust or is he a guy that can figure it out i don't think he has a very high ceiling as far as skill set i don't think mac jones has a lot of talent i don't believe he's a real talented guy and i can't wait to hear chase, chase tomorrow about matt ryan uh, that that sudden uh, that sudden you know decision and uh, and and I want to get into some of those things you know going back to college Will Rogers we were just talking about Mike Leach uh, we were talking about it with Zach Smith on Monday Will Rogers threw the ball sixty times versus Alabama and if you don't have any balance in college if you don't have any balance in the NFL. I don't believe you're ever going to win a meaningful game. You're not going to, you can win and look pretty in the, in the regular season. You can beat shitty teams. I don't think you can win meaningful games for a sustainable amount of period of time. 
I don't believe that throwing the football 60 times a game in the SEC is conducive for success. I don't believe it is. Mike Leach is known for doing that, and I think he's going to continue to struggle. And eventually he'll be out of there. He'll be at fucking Stanford. I can see Mike Leach at Stanford at the end of the day, by the way. Uh, I totally think he is a Stanford coach. And when they fire Shaw, my prediction is Mike Leach will be the head coach at Stanford. You heard it here first, right here. Take it from me. Um, that's what I believe. I believe that they uh, they uh, will hire Mike Leach at Stanford when he gets fired at Mississippi State next year. <laughs> that's just what I believe in. I, I don't know. That's just my true belief. That's what I believe. Uh, but but Quinn Ewers, 19 of 49. Oh, that's that's 30 incompletions. 30 incompletions. Um, do I need to really break down what makes him a Stanford coach? Are you are you being a smart ass or are you seriously asking? Because you don't know. I just say that. You should start clarifying your questions. Because I don't know if you guys are trolls or not. Right? You know what I mean? I, I I gotta know. I gotta know. Are you clarifying and asking that question or are you serious? Um, number one, he has a law degree from Pepperdine University. He is a, on all accounts, everyone that I know and talk to, and I guess it's out there. He's a genius, apparently, a legitimate genius. Stanford is a top three institution to get into academically. So you've heard Mike Leach speak, right? So what doesn't make him a Stanford coach? <laughs> I think he can go to Stanford. I think he can go to Cal. I think he can go to fucking Columbia. I think he can go to Rice. I think he fits those type of institutions. Because Brian Shaw, or David Shaw, excuse me, David Shaw has lost that team because he has to get players in there and they cannot get the players that is SC and UCLA are getting right now. It is too hard to get into an academic institution. Look at Vanderbilt. Look at Cal Berkeley. Look at Stanford. Look at Duke. Wake Forest is thriving a little bit. They're okay right now. They're, they're benefiting from the portal. But Cal and Stanford have lost to the portal. They're struggling in the portal. And nobody wants to go to Stanford and Cal. It's just too hard to get in. It's too hard to get in. And Mike Leach is from California. He knows the West Coast. He did well at Washington State for what you consider well. Uh, he's a, been in the Pac-12. He understands the operations. My question to you is what doesn't make him a Stanford head coach? I think he's the next Stanford head coach. I'm just saying it right now. That's my personal opinion. I think he fits perfectly to Stanford. I'm saying it right here on the show. Uh, no, I do not agree with Mike Leach on accuracy. I, I heard I've talked about that in specifics. I've actually talked to Mike Leach about this specifically. Mike, when Mike took two of my players, a wazoo, Calvin Jackson, and a safety that I had, uh, a kid named Chad. I don't believe that 
I believe you can create a guide to be more accurate. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it in my kids. I've seen accuracy change with my kids. Accuracy of the football. Because, see, this is the difference, and I disagree with Mike Leach on. And I actually asked this question. I said, Mike, do you think by not playing football that that is kind of an ignorant statement to make? Is ignorant statement to make that you can't be accurate if you've never played the position, a little less played the sport? I'm asking that. That's a real talk question right here. If you never played the sport and you don't play and you've never played the position, do you think you can come out and make a blanket statement just because you've coached the last 25 years? What if you don't know how to coach it? What if you don't understand the nuances? What if you don't understand what makes you an accurate quarterback? Uh, for you to blanketly statement and say that, I think it's ignorant. I think it is. Uh, sorry. I think it's a little ignorant. Because I can, I can change two little things on you tomorrow. Two things that make you more accurate. Two things. So I'm going to break it down right now, actually. I'm going to break it down right now to answer your question. Um, because I want to show you the differences in accuracies, inaccuracies, and, and different things like that. Um, there's a lot that goes into a quarterback being accurate. Um, and uh, we're going to see. We're going to show you. I'm going to show you some film here. Let's get into it. Um, let's show some. Let's show some Derek Carr today, Kansas City Chiefs. All right, let's we'll check it out. We'll check it out. Um, ba 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 ba. Um, let's see if I can show it though. Shit. Uh, now my fucking thing ain't working. Of course it's not. Of course it's not. Because I do fucking 20 things, and I don't know what the fuck's happening here. Um, let's see if I can figure this shit out real quick. My remote's not working, so give me a second. Because I want to show you something. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. <clears throat> I don't got no IT guy. Kelly, come on now. I'm the fucking IT guy. What do you mean? <clears throat> I'm not that big time yet, dog. I got to I got to earn that. Um 
Here we go, a little Derek Carr. <clears throat> All right, let's break down a little Derek Carr. A little run game here. Let's get into a little Derek Carr real quick. I want to show you the difference between inaccurate and accurate. All right. Here we go. Carr's ID in the mic. He's clarifying some things. Doing a few things at the line of scrimmage that NFL quarterbacks should all do. All right. Checked it to a run. Light box on the edge. We want to make here's ID in again. Who's the mic? All right. Let's see him throw the football here a minute. All right. Here we go. Takes an awkward drop, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> it's not a good look because, first of all, he's taking a huge drop in the gun already so he's taking a five step in the drum but then he's he's not really taking a five step he's kind of taking extra steps at the top of his drop which is just insecure to me it's insecurities it's insecurity okay that is what it is um it's insecurities that's what it is i'm not going to break that down i want to break down some accuracy information to you I want to get into some accurate things. Here we go. Finally hits the top of his drop, makes a play. So let's watch it from the tight end zone here. All right, I want to make sure. He throws an out route, okay? He throws an out route. Your, your front foot, where you're throwing with, okay, which in this instance will be this foot. I want that foot to step out of bounds. If we're throwing an out route, he should be stepping out of bounds with it, all right? So I want to, what I want to show you what I mean here, all right? So he's going to throw this, this ball to the back here, okay? See this, this? You can't really see it here, but I want to see that foot open up more towards the out of bounds just to get the ball even more outside. He was accurate with this football, but his feet are crossing each other. Look at that back foot come up and walk. Why is he walking? Why is he finishing like that? That is when you're going to become inaccurate a lot of times. I want to see the back foot stay there. Drag the back foot. Drag it. I want you to get that front hand down. Bullpen pitching is what I call it. I want that to be down. I want to get that ball out here. I want this guy running. Throwing him open is what we call it in the NFL. He's waiting on the football. If you notice, the running backs kind of stopped there. He's got a little angle hookup, so he put it right on him. So it's an accurate football uh, for the route concept, for the back check down. But I want to show you what I mean. Subtleties with your feet can create accuracy or inaccuracies. So I want to make sure you understand Mike Leach's comment about you cannot create more accurate passers within the coaching framework is an accurate statement. I don't believe that's true. I think you can become more accurate as a passer. Why aren't we throwing that football away? But anyway, let's get to another segment I'm going to talk to you about. Um... Yes, sir, Chase. We got this video, Chase. We can break it down now. Um, all right, got it out. That's what we got to do. I want to see more depth on the drop. Under center here in empty. We'll motion Jacobs to the backfield. I'm sure it'll be a quick game or run. We'll see. Now, we're in man-free here. We're in man-free here. Uh, run a speed option play. Horrible by the quarterback, by the way. This is absolutely horrible. Don't run speed option. Don't run speed option if this is what you're going to do. Do any of you in this room know what I'm talking about? Does anybody here know what I'm talking about? So let me ask you something. If we're not going to run option with this guy, because we're not blocking him, okay? I want to make sure you're clear. He's the read key. If you're just going to run out here one step and pitch the ball, 
why not just toss it to him? Why not just toss it to him? Because this is fo- this is what option football is. We don't just turn and run. He sees it. Now he chases it and makes the play. Option means you option this guy. So if he does that, the quarterback keeps it. We have a blocker for him. That's horrible job by Carr. He doesn't want to run option, and we put him in a bad spot as the coach. Horrible, horrible. This is the pitch key, dog. Fucking eat his cushion. You just let him just see it and go run. You don't even you don't even fucking press him. Press the guy. Make him commit. He don't he don't respect you. Bad football. I would have just tossed him the fucking ball. But anyway, I don't want to get into that. I want to get into some accuracy, inaccuracy situations here real quick. All right. I'm going to get into some Derek Carr being inaccurate. Here we go. Again, his drop is not solid. His drop's not foundational. He he doesn't understand. He's in the gun. So he's already at five yards. So usually we only need to take a three-step drop in the gun if it's a five-step drop protection. Take three-step as you're reading the coverage, all right? And we got a tight end check in here. So we got a tight end. We're in empty protection once again. The back's fucking out. We have a tight end here. We got a back here. He gets it out because he's getting pressure. Uh, they can't block Chris Jones. They can't block the front. I just want to – do we even throw the football on time anymore? I just want to see a ball thrown on time, okay? Here's a play pass. Over the top to Devontae, 21 personnel. Play action. Devontae beats horrible coverage. We got a deep rub route. See, this is a, you. I I knew this ball was underthrown by the simple fact of his body language. Look at this. Look at how he sets up, and then he places the football. He's placing the ball there. He's scared to miss him. He's scared to miss him. I want you to see Aaron Rodgers throw this ball to Devontae Adams. Why is Devontae waiting on the football? If this was anyone else, he could be caught. This football should be thrown. Here. The ball should be thrown there. Run and get it. Score. They, Carr is scared to miss him, which is scared. And you're walk by faith guy. Stop being so fucking insecure. Throw the ball, Carr. Throw it. Watch his mechanics ease up. See how he's placing the ball? Look, he's hopping. Look, he's hopping. He doesn't want to miss him. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> that is the truth and if you play football you know i'm right anyway moving on he's insecure dog at quarterback he's insecure i'm just telling you guys okay he's insecure i want to i want to i want to get to some inaccuracies though why he's inaccurate he's very inaccurate because of his feet and mike leach said you can't you can't change accuracy. I don't believe that at all. You're looking at this guy right now. He's missed a few. He's thrown, he completed a ball to Devontae that was late. And you can see what I mean by his feet. And I want to show you that you... All right, here we go. We're taking a fucking five-step drop under center. Hit his fifth step. Throw the ball. That's what I want to see. All right. Here's the read in this. I want to show you the read in this progression. This is the read. This guy, all right? That's the read, all right? 
He's going to run this. We're going to run something like this. And I want to see, this is the read key right there. If he sinks, if he sinks, we, we guess who he should have thrown the ball to? Does anyone know? Who should have the ball thrown to if that's the read? If that's the read, who should the ball th be thrown to? And he's sinking. And he's in man. Look at his eyes. He's chasing the receiver. Who should the ball go to? fucking guy that this guy takes you to he's sink throw the ball it's man man sink this guy's running up the sideline throw the ball to where this guy isn't i don't understand how hard that is to understand if we're such great coaches in the nfl why are we struggling to understand throw the ball away from where this guy isn't <laughs> This guy's right here. We throw there. If this guy does that, if this is the pre-snap read and he does that, then you throw to that. It's not that hard. It's not that fucking hard, dog. It's not that difficult to understand. But what do I know? Now, he's got a little duress. He's got a little pressure in his face. Let's see what he does here. And the football to Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, this was the, the game that broke him out. This was the game that broke him out. He broke out of this game right here. He broke out. And Kelly, it's all right. At least you, at least you admit you don't know. It's all right. But you're learning. You see in the film. Um, but, yeah, the middle was not right. <laughs> um, we, we, we pounded the rock at 21 personnel on these guys. They're running the football today. They're not throwing shit, really. I want to throw the football a little bit right here. I want to get you some drop back shit. Here we go. Here's some drop back stuff right here. Here we go. Here we go. Call it out. Here we go. His drops is what fucking killing me. All right. Now I want to show you why we're inaccurate on this fade ball. All right. First of all, throw it. See? He doesn't have a coach in his ear, like with a bat behind him. That's what I used to do. Ask Allen. I would have a PVC pipe, and I would be coaching him in practice. I would stand right here, and I would hit that motherfucker in the helmet with a PVC pipe. Not hard, but I would ding his ass. Ding. If you've ever been hitting a helmet with a PVC or a whistle or a key, it rings the fuck out of your ear. Just lightly tap his helmet. Ding. You know why? I tapped you because you're late. You're late. This is open right now. He's open. He's open right now. Coach, he ain't open. 27 has him locked up. Shut the fuck up. He is open. He's even. He's leaving. That's what to say, right? Throw the ball right here. Don't even give him a chance because he's not ready to throw. Throw the ball right now. Three yards from the sideline. He's open. He's open. He's open. He's open. He's open. He's open. How many times have you seen Aaron Rodgers throw the ball right there? Does anyone know? Has anyone ever, ever seen Aaron Rodgers throw that ball right there? Touchdown, Devontae Adams. 
He's late. The ball's out of bounds. Now let's watch his mechanics. That's why the ball's out of bounds. He's fucking locked up in his left throwing hand. His off arm isn't slapping, and this back foot is upwards. He needs to drag the back foot. This fucking hand needs to hit his other kneecap. The ball needs to be thrown right there. And this locked mechanic right here, look at that. What is he? What? <laughs> like he's a lever. He's not a lever. We need to be a pendulum, not a lever. We need to pronate, not supinate. You guys don't know what that word term means? I'm a fucking man. I could teach you a bunch of shit, not only in football, but we need to be pronators when we throw the football. That means this thumb needs to come down. This finger needs to go down. It's called pronate. Supinate means the thumb goes up. That is what he's doing right now. That's why the ball is going out of bounds. But you don't, you're not ready for JB's scientific one-on-one coaching terms. It's okay. We get a PI he saves the day because he throws a bad football. He how is it PI if you throw the football out of bounds? I'm very confused on that. But we're gonna get into some more of that real quick. Let me break this down before I finish the show up with some other things. Um, and they're winning the game. They're marching. To, they're marching. They're winning the game. Um, yes, you see it, right? You see New England struggling, right? Guess why? Quarterback. They have no quarterback. When you have two quarterbacks, again, dog, I don't understand. Why is he so fucking scared? He is so scared in the pocket. Do you understand you got to have nuts and guts to play this position? Why is he falling back already? Why is he falling back already? Why isn't he standing tall and stepping up? Step up right now. Step up. You don't have no pressure. This is great job by the back. You're a pussy. You're scared. You don't want to step up and fucking take a chin shot, dog. But you walk by faith, homie. You walk by faith, dog. No, you don't. You lying fuck. You're a fraud. You're a fraud. Then don't play football. You were scared to break your leg. You're a bitch. <laughs> You're a bitch, homie. That's a clean pocket. Boom, running back. I'd rather go see. I want to. I want to. I want the running back to go in here and meet this motherfucker. But this is a great blitz pickup. Now, step up, throw the football. Guess what? He's open. This is the difference between quarterbacks that win and quarterbacks that lose. Throw the ball back cone. It gets you six. Back cone gets you six every time. Throw it back cone, dog. Gets you six. Throw it to the back cone, it'll get you six points. What does that mean, coach? That means you throw it to the pylon. It'll get you six points. It's open. Is he not open, guys? Is he not open? Throw it there. Throw it there. Back. That's the front pylon. We want to throw to the back pylon. Throw it there. Throw it there. Dog, if you throw it there, only your guy can make the play. Right here, this guy can take a pick. P.I. again, because he is rewarded with bad fucking quarterback play. Dog, and, and, and Carr thinks he's doing something good here. Like, dog, you're horrible. You're fucking awful. You are awful. He is unbelievably bad. And <laughs> God damn, dog. Like, 
I don't know, man. This guy's not good. I haven't I haven't broke him down too much. I I just break down the obvious. He's not very good. He's not very good. But you guys all think he's good. Derek Carr's good. I heard TJ Hushmanzada yesterday. I'm gonna try to get TJ on the show, fellow JUCO player. He said Derek Carr is the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. I think he's the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. So that's just my opinion. What do I know? Um, how is he most underrated? I'm confused as fuck. How he's the most underrated quarterback is it blows my mind. I can't wait to. Uh, I'm gonna have some of these guys on the. Look at that shit. Finish the run. I like that shit, dog. Finish the run. I like Jacobs. I like Jacobs. That motherfucker's a player. He's saving them on offense right now. And that's why they beat the Texans. Not because of Carr. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Here we go. Take a drop. Never sets his feet. Never set his feet. Why is he not setting his feet? Why is he only looking at Devontae Adams? So let's break this down, okay? I want to break this down real quick. I want to show you how to read coverage, okay? <sighs> Number one. We look for free access. We look for free access. Do you understand what free access means? Free access means this guy does not exist, all right? So let's cover him up. That is free access. That means we have green grass in this area. That means we can throw a slant. We can throw a hitch. We can run a fade. We can run a stop. That means free access. There is no free access based on his alignment, so he has no free access. But we do have less defenders on this side of the ball. We only have one defender on one player. Okay? Over here, we have a possible edge pressure and a drop into coverage guy. So, we have how many on two? Two on one. Okay? We have two on one down here. Even I can also, you can even count him as three to the boundary as a zone dropper. He can actually drop into coverage. He can blitz and then he can bail. There's so many things you could do. But here it's one on one. I know that for fact. I know it's one on one. Guess what we're going to do? Let's run an out route here and we'll pick on the duck and we'll take advantage of the out route. Let's watch Derek Carr's drop. He already knows where he's going with the football. He's left all day. Now, get what did I say? Now we got a zone dropper. Now we even have a skifter. We have three on one. Look at this guy locked in, and he doesn't even complete his drop. He doesn't even complete his drop. And, I mean, what the fuck? I don't, this is just bad. We're on the short yard. And we're throwing a back fade, back shoulder. And we're on first down. Look at this. Throw the ball right there. You got a 10-yard fucking play. And look at the throwing lane. Free access. Throw the ball to him. Why are we throwing into that? 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 And we're on the left hash. We have no room. Dog. Throw it there. Hey, what do I know? Get you six, but what do I know? I would never even look that way. Look at that. He's drifting. 
He's already in your lane. He's drifting that way, and you got a backer, uh, nickel safety in the alley. We're throwing the ball to Devontae Adams because he's Devontae Adams versus three guys. When I could be throwing one-on-one over here all day. What do I know? Oh, his feet are bad, homie. I'm going to be honest. His feet are absolutely horrible. And who the fuck is coaching him? He's bad. I'm just going to be honest. He needs, his feet needs to be regrained in his, but again, I don't think he has nuts and guts to take a five-step drop without a hitch, sit there on top of the, look at, he's just so gittery. He's wanting to get out of it. Why would you throw that laterally when you could just run? Just run. Run. What the fuck are you doing? Just run right here. (laughs) He is the scariest fucking quarterback in the NFL. Like, there is no question about it. He is the scariest quarterback playing in the NFL right now. There's no question about it. See, this is bad by Derek Carr. You're in your cadence, dog. You're in your cadence. Right now, slow it down. Look, we got a stinger in the alley. Now we have an eight-man box with a ninth attached. We have an eight-man box with him in the box. Now let's get out of this run game. Let's get out of that. We could. You had time. Let's get out of that. Guess what? What did he do? Now my second defender, who was a threat to Devontae Adams, is in the run box. So guess what I do now? I check the fade. I throw a fade to Devontae Adams. Get the fuck out of here. Marcus Crew. Marcus Cruz. You sound like a fucking idiot. You sound like the biggest fucking idiot on the channel right now. Do not start talking to me about football, homie. Please send me your resume before you start talking about hashes in the NFL. So you're telling me these hashes don't matter. These hashes don't matter. (laughs) So the quarterback on this hash right here can throw the same ball to him as he could to him. That's what you're telling me. So him in the middle right here doesn't affect the ball, the throw, doesn't affect his alignment, doesn't affect his alignment whatsoever, right? Dog, I can't talk to you, some of you motherfuckers, homie. I just can't do it. I can't do it. Chilling. Coach, how many games have you coached in the NFL? As many as you have. What the fuck does that have to do with the fucking price of chi in China? Does that have to do anything with what my ability of coaching is? I, I bet you money. I can outcoach half the NFL right now <laughs> or more, but I'm just going to be humble and say half. What the fuck have you done? Why is it so easy to critique a motherfucker that's running the show when you can hide behind fake names and show no resume? That shit is crazy to me. That is comical to me. That is comical to me. Because you trolls in this... Chillin', you're a troll, homie. Shut up. You're a troll. You're a troll. And Marcus said the NFL hashes don't matter. (laughs) Holy fuck. Dog, I can't believe we asked that question. (laughs) 
It could be fucking Bill Belichick right here talking. It could be Bill Belichick and you fucks would be questioning it like you know more. (laughs) Dog, that shit is comical to me. Comical. Oh, my God. Um, Let's see here. I can't wait to break down some more. We're going to get into this whole thing this week. I'm going to break down a quarterback a day. Uh, with Matt in the in the hour segment with Matt. We're going to get into some quarterback breakdowns. Kyler, Carr, Mahomes. Um, we're going to get down. I can't wait to get into Mahomes because when I show you Mahomes, you're going to be sitting there like, oh, my God, that is a setup for fail ball. Like, why are you floating this ball out here? Like, this is – look at that floater. Like, throw the ball and hit him in the chest, homie. Why are you waiting so long? Boom! Fumble. Incomplete. Injury. Concussion. Fucking your best receiver off. There's a million things you fucked up right there. Look at that soft floater, homie. <laughs> Look at that fucking looper. Dog, throw the ball on the line, dog. Throw it to him in his fucking chest. This is an old school depletion right here. This is a knockout shot. This is a knockout shot. The car is so bad. Car is so fucking bad. It's unbelievable. Car is absolutely horrible. He is absolutely fucking horrible. Um, but, you know, what do I know? What do I know? Uh, we're gonna get into much more as we get into this coaching thing. Uh, I got, a, I got, I got so much more to talk about. Uh, we're gonna create a complete workout. Work. We're gonna completely break down film on shows, and we'll have a rhyme or reason with it. As you can see, we're gonna get down and break down everybody. As soon as I get every single film, I get we'll be breaking down new people. Daniel Jones, all the shit. Any of you guys have? If you guys want some suggestions, if you have suggestions, send them in. Once I get the film, we'll break it down. And I'm going to break all these guys down as much as I can. So whatever film I get, we'll be breaking it all down. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. So just stay tuned um, for that as we will be breaking that shit down as I get it. So don't trip. We will get it all. Um, let me clean this up real quick. Uh, and you can also email suggestions to the coach JB show at gmail.com. Geno Smith, I'm gonna break down too. Um, we'll get into Geno Smith, we're gonna get into all that. Don't worry. Uh, every everyone I get, we're gonna break down. All right, so just trust me. What is your thoughts on Shane Beamer? They're five and two and they're ranked. They're ranked. Um, they beat Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher, Zach Smith thinks he's going to be fired uh, before the season. I'm curious. Are they going to pay him out and buy him out? Jimbo Fisher, does he make it through the season? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Jeremiah's in Vegas. What up? Jeremiah's on the West Coast lately, dog. What's going on? Well, he's already on the West Coast, but uh, 
Cali, Vegas. I hear that, Jeremiah. Hey, chop, enjoy life, homie. Shit, live it up. Hope you got some slapdick hoodies out there, uh, rocking the gear. CoachJBStore.com. Um, hey, if there's any of you out there, man, that need that that are willing to grow with the brand, we're looking for interns to handle, uh, help out with YouTube graphics, design, video editing. Uh, we're looking for a video editor to cut up clips and start posting them on social media and on YouTube. If you guys know anyone out there interested, willing to bust your ass and grind, uh, we're interviewing all week long. So uh, short, fat, skinny, and tall, we're interviewing them all. Female, male, you name it. I don't care. Come on in. Let's chop it up. We're going to blow this thing up. We need some interns, and uh, we're looking for a few different ones. Graphics, YouTubers, uh and most specifically right now, video editing guys that know how to clip some cuts and cut some clips and do all that shit. So if you guys are interested, hit us up coach uh, at the coach JB show.com. All right. The coach JB uh, show at gmail.com. That's the email right there in the chat. So check it out. What do you mean, Bob? What's up with the intern? What does that mean? I just said what it is. <laughs> what do you mean? What what is up with it? Uh, email the Coach JB Show at Gmail. We'll discuss anything with you, Bob. Uh, if you got questions, hit us up. We'll we'll break it down. But but I don't know if you know what intern means. So make sure you know what intern means before you apply. Um. Yes, sir. Yeah, one liver. You're right. Shit. You get a liver transplant. They say you could drink clear. It'll help your liver out. I, I don't know. I like dark, though. I like dark. You know what I mean? I like whiskey. I like whiskey. Uh, what's the difference in hashes between college and pro? Uh, there's a, quite a bit of hat difference. Same size. The field is 53 and a third wide, Okay. So it's 53 and a third wide. The hashes are completely different. The hashes are inside the numbers in college where they are six yards apart in the NFL and 18 feet. And, you know, the NFL wants to make it harder. So they're going to put the hashes in the middle of the field. So you have no significant advantage as far as where you're going to throw the football and how you're going to run it as far as defensively scheme wise. So, being in the middle of the field or on the right hash in the NFL is still a significant, huge advantage to throw or run the football to the open side. There's still a lot more leverage there. It does. The, the, your term, what you're trying to say is you're trying to equate these to high school and college hashes where there's a huge advantage if you're on the right hash and you have to throw across the field. You're trying to say hashes in the NFL don't matter in that regard. It still matters when you're reading coverage. It still matters when you have leverage throws where I just showed you three-on-one matchups matter. If you're on the left hash in the NFL, it's probably less numbers to the right based on formation, based on what's happening. We just showed you Devontae Adams being fucking bracketed by three defenders to the boundary, and he threw the ball there. When there was one-on-one -on -one to the open side of the field, and he missed it. The hashes matter. They aren't as significant in college as they are in, or in, in the NFL as they are in college because of the width. 
And in the NFL, you are supposed to be able to make all the throws. So the hashes really don't matter as far as arm strength, uh, accuracy, all those things. That is expected in the NFL. The NFL is expected. You're an NFL quarterback. You better be able to make all the throws. In college, the hashes are super wide because college quarterbacks, the, the, the game is completely different. We scheme you. We want to scheme you to get you on a hash in college. In high school, it's completely different hashes. So the hashes gradually go harder and harder as you go up levels. So the, the, hashes, the hashes being thinner um, in the NFL, basically six yards apart or whatever they are, uh, is, a, is a huge advantage in my opinion. But I don't think coaches are taking advantage of it. Marcus Cruz, where have you proven you know what you're talking about still? I'm still confused. What the fuck are you what are you what are you talking about? <laughs> I still don't get your point. You stated uh, made a statement that NFL hashes don't matter. I said yes they do. So what is your point? How are you not talking about you don't know what you're talking about? You still haven't shown me you know what the fuck you're talking about. So what the fuck are you saying? You said the NFL hashes don't matter. You made a statement. Did you not make that statement? <laughs> okay. So if you made that statement, then that tells me you know something I don't. So fucking tell us why NFL hashes don't matter when I just showed you they do. So how are you now defending yourself saying you don't you know what you're talking about? Well, you don't. Because you fucking made a blanket statement. <laughs> no, the coverage did not dictate the throw. The hashes did. That's my point to this whole thing, bruh. He was on the left hash. Guess how many people are over there based on formation they are in? Three. Plus the sideline. Do you realize the sideline is a 12th defender in the NFL? Because of the hash mark? So if you're on the left hash, you have a 12th defender. If you were on the right hash in that situation, you would have had less fucking defenders, more field to work with. That means I could have isolated a defender one-on-one. -on, -one. on the left hash, you could not. You had an alley defender, you had a corner, and you had a zone-dropping nickel. Plus, a 12th man is a sideline, and you have less room to work with. On the right side... There was no 12th man as a sideline because you were on the left hash and you clearly saw the receiver running out route wide open and he had no friction. There were no extra defenders. The hash clearly dictated that particular play had nothing to do with the coverage. The hash mark makes it work because of the 12th defender. NFL hashes create 12 defenders, unlike college. <clears throat> I coached Orlando, by the way. Um, now he's coaching high school football out here in L.A., Eddie. He's the head coach at St. Bernard's High School, I believe. Check it out. Um, yeah, it's unbelievable some of the cats, what they talk about in this chat. And, and then they act like they know. 
Then they want to tell tell you that they actually know what they're talking about. <laughs> now, Mark's, Marcus Cruz is mad at me because he doesn't know what he's talking about and that I told him he doesn't know what he's talking about. Instead of accepting the truth, now he's the guy that wants to be the tr- troll dick rider, and now he wants to defend himself because he's embarrassed. <laughs> That is the people we deal with. Dog, I'm sorry, Marcus Cruz, that I hurt your feelings because I showed you that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And now you're mad at me and calling me names. (laughs) Holy fuck, it's unbelievable. Um... I don't know uh, how the indie pirates are. I, I don't really give a fuck. Have you looked? Have you Googled it? It's a new term, homie, in the 2000s. We call it Google it. Go check it out. Google it. I'm not sensitive at all, homie. You're the one calling me names, motherfucker. Why would I be? If I was sensitive, I'd call you names, right? I only call you names because you said some shit about I'm drunk, dumb fuck. So how is that sensitive? <laughs> Holy shit. Homie, Marcus Cruz, please understand something, okay? I want you to understand something. I love the chat. I love the community. I love everyone. You're not even a member, so I think you're a troll, A. B, though, I want you to please grasp this concept, Marcus Cruz. You mean absolutely diddly shit to me. I make money. I have bitches. I drink whiskey. I own whiskey. I smoke cigars. I own cigars. I have cars, multiple ones. I have houses, multiple ones. I got bitches, multiple ones. What the fuck do you think you bother me for? Do you fucking think that you bother me when I go to sleep at night? Truly? Do you really think that, homie? Holy fuck, some of you guys really need to get out of virtual reality, homie. Get a job. Go get a job and make some money and then become a member because you're clearly not a member because you don't make no money. It's $1.99, homie. It's not fucking $1,000 a month. Like, so come on, dog. Get real with me. You do not affect me. I'm actually trying to help you learn football if you want to learn it. You don't have to have an ego, dog. This ain't a dick measuring contest, homie. You can't fucking compete with me in this fucking business. Stop it. Stop it. Just say, you know what? Good looking out, coach. I appreciate it. Don't start trying to talk, dog, because you'll never be able to insult me, and I will always kill you in the clown game. You can't fuck with me in this, homie. I am an ad-libber specialist. I'm a fucking guru at it. I am a professional. I train comedians how to be comedians, motherfucker, without ever being a comedian. Figure that out. (laughs) If you think you can fuck with me, homie, go ahead and try it. We can bet. We can bet on it. Big bank take little bank, by the way. So, you know, I don't know about you, but that's just me. Um, Hey. It's all good. Make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. Uh, I'll be breaking down a new quarterback tomorrow. I'm going to get some more NFL film today. I'll be working on that. Uh, We got Chase uh, joining us tomorrow. 
Wednesday, work boot Wednesday. We're going to get after a bunch of games, a bunch of different things and topics on the Niners, on the Eagles, all things NFL. We'll be breaking that down tomorrow morning. Plus a couple other guests will be joining us. Plus uh, I got a few other guests joining us this week. Um, we'll announce that as the week goes along. Um, and we get, we get, uh, they just came out and said, Mike Evans did not request an autograph. It just hit on, uh, ESPN, but who knows what I know? Uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you guys want to be interns, head on over to that email, check it out. And, uh, CoachJVStore.com. Get you some merch, man. We got the new fire merch out there. Plus, you can get some of Matt McChesney's six uh, zero Academy shirts and uh, and and uh, his average savage uh, different things. So he's got some things. Chase, I'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate you. We'll be breaking down some film tomorrow with Chase. I can't wait. And uh, hey, man, it's a great day to have a great fucking day. Go enjoy it. I'll see you in about twenty one hours, God willing. Peace. Peace.